Hey everyone, and welcome to Comics from the Multiverse, the DC Comics podcast from Mailfuzz TV. I am Peter, and joining me as always is Matt. Hey, what's up? Connor's here as well. Yeah, yeah, I am. So that was, that was slightly less aggressively uh, harsh than usual. It's apathy. I've went away from aggressive and just torpedoed oh, it on yeah. apathy. I'll take apathy's apathy. Apathy's way worse than hate. <laughs> no, no, apathy's good. Can't go wrong with it. Says the ginger. <laughs> Says the ginger, indeed. <laughs> we talk about DC Comics on this show. Uh, coming up on this week's episode, we have Young Justice issue 1. We have Batman 62, Justice League 15, Green Lantern issue 3. Sorry, the Green Lantern issue 3. Um, Green Arrow 40, Adventures of the Super Sons number 6, and Martian Manhunter number 2. That is the books that are coming up. We have a little bit of news. And we have another fun little section. Now, I did put out the call for questions for this episode. However... And this is purely my fault. I put them out a little bit last minute. <laughs> so there wasn't really enough time for more than a couple of questions to come in. However, we're going to save those questions. We'll have another question episode in a couple of weeks because we'll have a quiet week, not next week, but the week after. Um, instead, I thought since it's the start of the year, we're going to have a bit of a predictions game um, as a sort of section. Uh, and Connor, stop rolling your eyes. You'll enjoy I this. I will do no such thing. This is good stuff because what I'm going to do is I'm going to keep a hold of this, these answers and in a year's time, we're going to look back at what we guessed, and we're going to see how right or wrong we were. This has sales figures written all over it. No, 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 no. This, this has the markings of something that Pete thinks is an amazing <laughs> idea, and me and Matt are just like, eh, we don't care. <laughs> Piss off the both of you, it's happening. So, welcome to the show, episode 137. Is the second second episode of of twenty nineteen, and we got. Well, I've done this last week about. then. Last week was a bigger week though. This was a quieter week. The, next year, when we come back to the results of this and potentially do it for twenty twenty, it'll be on the first quiet week of the of the year, not just the first week. I'm mm. I'm, I'm not I'm not cruel like that. I'm not I'm not picking a week. Really, with you should have done books. this in the annual episode. That was already three hours long. Whoa. Well. <laughs> You, you added in extra he's sections not, in that. He's not wrong. Yes, thank you, Matt. Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> Instead of some of the other new and uh, extra sections you added in that, well, we could have done it on this one. What new sections? I don't remember new sections in that. I feel like there was discussions about things. <laughs> I don't remember it that well. It was like two weeks ago. Now I know what it sounded like last week when I said Joker's overexposed. And then I just started digging. Connor's doing the same thing. <laughs> yeah. I you added even, sections. I even... we, had, we had a discussion on something that wasn't there the year before. This will hold up so well in court. There was something. There was a thing. Hey, there was well, kind of there. There's evidence. I could check. I'm just not going we get, to. Do we get to news? I have football to be worried about today. So, like... What do you mean worried about? Do, do you mean just worried about in the sense that you want to make it? Or worried about in the sense that you're actually worried about the outcome? Yeah, I'm worried about the outcome. So yeah. I thought we were going to say both. Potentially no, both. we'll make it because it, it's on in the afternoon, so we should get it in just underneath <laughs> as long as we go sometimes. Like, although I have been banned from going to wrestling tonight by my wife because I've gone the last three weekends in a row, and she said enough is enough. And you know enough is enough when she volunteers to watch football with me. So, like, she's like, you're staying in or watching football. 
Matt, Matt's like, marriage is on the, the, the brink of <laughs> the brink of collapse because he's going to wrestling on Saturday. I found a section that we did. Is she actually that, checking? Come on. I did. Oh, I, yeah, I'm checking. DC's missteps and the biggest successes of 2018. That was a solid addition. That was a solid addition. You that, shut your that, face. That was something we could have done this bit in. What, did you not enjoy that section? Did, 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 audience, let me know. Did you enjoy that section? I think they did. I think they might have enjoyed this section more. They're getting this section as well, though. They're getting both. They're getting everything. Are you really going to want to argue with the audience to take away something when they could have both? They're always going to pick both. Always. You don't know our audience. I I miss having a hardwood floor in my office so I could just roll away <laughs> when stuff like this is going on. Yeah, I can't because yeah, no, it's carpet. I'll be honest. I was bagging and boarding a whole bunch of comics yeah. yesterday, and I haven't put them away yet. So I can move about half a foot before I roll into a stack of comics. Oh, was that even in a box? I thought it was like a comic box. No, not, not yet. The box is under the desk, but it's got all the stuff on the box, so I need to get that out. Yeah, but... Mine are in a pile back there next to the bookshelf. Mine, the, see, the problem is they're sorted into various series so, you know, yeah. so that I can put them in the box in order. Yeah. I just haven't got around to that just... part yet. <laughs> all right. I was not expecting such a... Uh... Hey, at least it was comics related. <laughs> That's, no, that's true. It was a comics-related discussion. I, I can't, I can't fault it. Uh, so, a couple of quick bits of the news. Not a lot, but a couple of quick things. Uh, Doomsday Clock issue nine has been pushed back a little bit again. Um, the news of Amar collection has been pushed back three weeks, which is technically true in the sense that it's been pushed back three weeks in total from its original release date. But it's actually not been three weeks again. It's been another week or two. Uh, the, the current release date now is February thirteenth. Uh, which is not a big deal. It's annoying, but that's what it I'm is. I'm just saying it's pushing dangerously close to a point where I might have to miss it. <laughs> that's true. Right, John's doing it on purpose. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Um, it's because when they pushed the last one back a week, I, I expected it to have a knock-on effect. Now, Newsarama pointed out that the issue 10 date of March 27th is still on the schedule, <laughs> I don't. I don't think. For, I don't think there's a chance it hits that date. And it's not so much that I don't think he can do it in two months, but I think you know at this point, two months from February thirteenth is halfway through April. Yeah, I would expect so, end of April. Possibly. I mean, he he was hitting consistently two months for a while there. No, he was, but I think they liked having it on that week at the end of the month because they, oh, sure. they, you know, that's where they always tried to have it. So I think they'll try and yeah. just go. Well, we'll push it an extra couple of weeks again just to hit that April. Yeah, although week one or three would be much better. It was really nice having it in week one last month. Yeah, maybe they maybe they will change their mind given that Heroes in Christ is taking up that week four slot so they yeah. can kind of spread it out a bit more. But hey-ho, so Doomsday Clock 9 is coming on February 13th. Um, so, I mean, if this happens, like, if there's like a week or two delay for every issue that's left, it means it'll probably add on like a month and a half to the when the final issue finally hits. But it's still summer, right? Summer 2019 has been the, the end time for a while. So, I mean, we can... We can lock it. <laughs> what what issues come out? Is this nine? Uh, nine's mm-hmm. one coming out in February, yeah. No. Which was January's issue. Yeah. I mean, honestly, a couple of extra delays, and, and it might not be summer. You might be officially into fall. <laughs> uh, well, 12 is meant, is meant to be July, right? So, as long as it's not over a month. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think it's already slipped a month, That's... right? Given that we're losing three weeks here. Yeah, uh, okay. So I think it's safe to push that back from from July to August already. All right. Well, we'll warn this in a bit. Uh, other bit of news. Uh, we have basically Bendis just happened to casually drop something on Twitter when he was asked about something from Young Justice. Um, mm-hmm. 
Amethyst. There's a, a series yep. being developed with Amethyst in mind, spinning out of Young Justice. And according to Bendis, there's a major uh, female creator already signed on. It was his first choice for the book. She's already said yes. The announcement's coming at some point, but it's not time the, yet. The real question is, this creator, mm-hmm. is she a writer or is she an artist? Because there was no indication that he was writing the book. Just that, it, you yeah. know, because uh, under, under the Wonder Comics line, anyway, he'd mm-hmm. be curating it uh, either way. My assumption right. is writer. Me too. Okay. Because, I'm hoping Because so. we already know he's not doing every book. Yeah. He's doing yeah. Young Justice yeah. and Naomi. Yeah, um, and I, I'm obviously hoping that, but, you know, I, I don't want to just project that onto, well, it must be a writer. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it could be an artist. I'm inclined to think writer, though, just because... Just cause, basically. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, we got maybe it's a particularly hoping for. Well, I I'm thinking because he's so close with them is that it's it's Kelly Sue. She's already got Aquaman. Mm-hmm. She's not working on much else. I mean, if I yeah. knew anything about Amethyst, I might have an opinion on this, but I don't. So Sword and Sorcery. Just um, think that. Yeah. yeah. I, I had to do a deep dive uh, after reading this week's Young Justice because I need to know about things, and yeah. and. It's, have you it's... have you read any Amethyst before? No. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah. Gem World in general is just like a bit of a. I really enjoyed that spot. new Fifty Two series. Uh, it was a new Fifty Two series. <laughs> yeah. She even joined the Justice League Dark at one point. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I dropped Justice League Dark in New Fifty Two after a while. Yeah. It was after the Trinity War BS, and it got super weird. I, th- I think that's when I dropped it. it was just after. Th- yeah. I think I actually dropped it before that, and then I read the Trinity War issues because it was. Yeah. You know, tying into the other stuff. And I only know this because of the research I did. <laughs> oh, you didn't actually read it? Right, okay. No. I there read all this. Uh, all right. Well, did you read Amethyst's appearance this week, Connor? Did I, Bolt? Well, <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, now, now I'm hoping it is... Which was really bad because I really wanted to pick up that Amethyst variant when I was in the shop. I was <laughs> like, that's a really nice cover. I do like that. And I was like, but I'm never going to read the comic, so that would be a waste of money. Stop! Stop thinking with your brain. Stop yeah, you're cutting your nose to spite your face, bro. Stop, stop, stop thinking with your heart. Um, all right. Well, that was basically that. The news. All on the fact that DC Comics are on uh, Comicsology Unlimited and Kindle uh, books. And yeah, whatever. the Prime Unlimited and uh, is it Kindle Unlimited and Prime Reading? I yeah, there's there's two things books. Amazon have. One one is tied to Prime, and then one's a separate service you need to buy. Yeah. So the Kindle Unlimited is more extensive and has a lot more variety. Uh, mm-hmm. The Prime reading, I think you get just by being with Prime, you can rent up to X amount of books yeah. at a time, or you have yeah. to return them, which kind of has no meaning. But there's a, a much more limited selection. Uh, that's, that's what what it is. Um, How do you rent something digitally? Like, does it just disappear after basically? Yeah, yeah. Time? yeah you, the license just expires, and or you it's can't like when you rent a movie, Matt, get... and you've got forty yeah. hours to watch it. It just it disappears after that. Yeah. You can't access it but, anymore. But at the point, it's free, right? Like you're not. Pain. Yeah, yeah. So with Amazon, because obviously I have um, Amazon Prime and Kindle Unlimited. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what what you do is you you just click instead of buy now, it's just read this, uh, and it, you know it shows up on your your tablet, yeah. your Kindle, whatever I, you've got. I mean, I guess think about it as if you got like say eight vouchers for movie rentals, Matt, and you just get yeah. to pick the eight. You don't pay for anything. It's kind of yeah. like that. And, and then the idea is when you when you when you're done with the book, you click return, and it gives you that voucher back to use on a different right. one, essentially. Right. But so you could have it sitting there that for a many while. books at once. Yeah, right? I, really, all it stops you from doing is dealing with a bunch shelf. of books for a trip at the same time. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, as well as 
It's an interesting move. I mean, it makes sense because everyone else is kind of on it. Based all the other major publishers are on it already. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, Marvel Unlimited. I I subscribed to that a while ago. Yeah. Um, and yeah, but they're, they're on they're on Comicsology Unlimited as well, though. It's not you know they're, yeah. they're on that yeah. stuff too. The, what the major publishers mostly use it for is volume ones of yeah. a book. Yeah. Um, so it's like, here, come and try this series. Get and you then, Yeah, and then buy the next yeah. one, which I think is a you know it's better than because they used to give away just the first issue for free on Comicsology mm. for a lot of books, um, which they don't really do anymore. They just do this. Uh, hey, it works. I mean, it works for the better. drug dealers. So why not comic publishers? Oh my. My comic shop does this. Well, they give you homework, and the homework is, you know, it's what the, the shop owner calls it. But it'll either be a, a first trade or a first issue. So, yeah, like, I know. this week they gave me Die. So, oh, nice. uh, my, first issue to read. Yeah. My, my shop does do a, a lending library. It's it's not all, like, issue ones and stuff like that. It's, right. um, it's, it's all trades. It's, like, a, a curated selection that they'll rotate nice. through every couple of months. And it's, like, where you can have up to, like, three or four at a time and, you know, just bring yeah. them back. I assume you have to be, like, a regular customer to walk out with those, though. Uh, to a point. I mean, yeah. anyone can sign up. Oh, no, it's like a community thing, right? Where they have yeah. those community libraries that are just basically mailboxes. Yeah, I, I think it's Leave more they just, a book. Yeah, they're more that just they want to get people into the shop and reading comics yeah. rather mm-hmm. than like, oh, here, regular customers. Here's something for free because yeah. they already know the regular customers are going to buy the shit anyway. Yeah. No, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Oh, yeah. I was just. I, I it's very I, trustworthy. I, 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 I have trust issues, I suppose, and I'm, 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 I'm. I'm, I'm I've, if someone isn't like lending things out, I feel anxiety even just I, thinking about this. I would assume it's mostly overstock that it's oh, sure, like, well, yeah. if we lose this book, yeah. it's not the okay. end of the world. It's, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know. that makes it sense. It gets bent up and and whatnot. Yeah, they're not out. Yeah. yeah. Mm. All right. Uh, so let's let's go into our twenty nineteen predictions. Then I've got I've got some categories here. Well, fine. Here we're we gonna, go. We're going to get answers for. Um, so I'm going to just. Put in bloody categories, Matt. <laughs> yes, categories. Like, why are you surprised? Like, this is him. Remember, he's the vampire android. Like, that's what we used to say. You could yeah. describe this as a list, even. So, yeah. so up, up first, Doomsday Clock. Yeah. Up first, Doomsday Clock. Because the first two are really just broad things, but Doomsday Clock, I've just put Doomsday Clock ending. I, I want to know. Is the prediction, will it end or not? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here we come, issue twelve. <laughs> you you can add in where you when you think the last issue is going to come out. Um, but I, what I'm really asking here is Doomsday Clock ending is what what do we think is the result of the ending is going to be? Now, obviously, we've said JSA coming back a hundred million times. Can, can I just say why I think this is a very unfair question coming from you? Why? Because I know for a fact you were asked on a on, on a live stream in the past couple of weeks Doomsday Clock predictions. And you went, well, I don't really have any beyond the ones that I already said at the start of the book. Yes, and? <laughs> so this is this is just you go, well, you, I don't have any, so these guys better. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm encouraging wackiness here. Feel free to shoot for extreme and silly. Right? I'm not saying this has to be a realistic thing. If you want to go ridiculous with this, you can go ridiculous. This is to encourage silliness. Get your funny bone out, Matt. No, I'm not going to be silly, but no, I definitely think the the multiverse <laughs> as we used to know it is back. Um, and and the Legion, all, all three versions of the Legion. 
are, are back and operating. And yeah. I, I mean, that's a bit wacky. I mean, yeah. one version, I'll give yeah. you. Okay, okay, let me ask this. Let me boil down to one question for this. Does everyone remember pre-Flashpoint? Yes. No. Okay, right, I'm going to note these down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, pre-Flashpoint. Uh, New 52 basically gets wiped out. Like, they're going to use this as... John's going to use this as a crisis in that Manhattan, whatever the tinkerings that Manhattan made, that's what explains the New 52. I think they will remember, like, events, variations upon what happened. It, will, it Wait, won't be just... the... Yeah, no, but I don't think it'll be, oh, it will just be the New 52 anymore, but I don't think it'll be everything as it was before. This is just... Well, no, but, yeah, but that's... But that's comic books. Yeah, that's well, like... well, that's why I said remember, Car, not necessarily yeah. that history. Yeah, yeah, that's... Back. I don't think they remember all of that. Like, I don't think they're, you know, maybe certain events. Because we're already halfway there with Flash. Like, if you look at what, what Williamson is doing in Flash with, with Iris and her remembering things that yeah. she should not be knowing, like the, the seeds are planted there. We know that Williamson's one of those guys that John's inherently trust. He handpicked him for Flash. I'm going so, to answer a different thing, actually. Not, not just because of the way I agree with either of you, but just because I actually think this is my my lately answer. I'm going to say some characters do, but not all. So technically, I would have been right. I'm pretty sure the question was, does everyone remember? I can't remember how I phrased it, but I don't necessarily mean that... <laughs> well, I'm, I'm fully going with, with where Young Justice is going... Like I th- with some of the stuff and, and and people's reaction to it, I definitely think there's some timey wimey multiversal shenanigans going on. So I think they all remember. Yeah, I'm doubling so, down. There's some important stuff of Young Justice relating to this. I agree. Yep. Uh, not that Connor's reading that you wouldn't know. Um, <laughs> so. Fine, it's fine. I'm not mothered. <laughs> so. Yeah, um, yeah. I think some people will. I, th- I think some of the bigger characters will, but not necessarily all the smaller characters. Like, I, you know, I, I don't think that, like, uh, who could we pick here? Like, Jessica Cruz, right? I love Jessica Cruz. I don't think Jessica Cruz is going to remember anything from pre-Flashpoint. I don't think it's relevant to her to remember, but I think some of the bigger characters, right. it is relevant for them to remember things. It's relevant well, for Barry to... to know things. It's relevant for, I don't know, Batman, Superman, whoever. Yeah, I think if they were a big character during right right before Flashpoint, I think then yeah, but Jessica didn't come in until New Fifty Two, right? Yeah, like, so she has no reason to remember it. Yeah, Flashpoint. exactly. You know, so so that's what it is. Uh, I would say maybe somebody like Kyle Rayner, whose his entire history has been fluid because of when he came to be in, in the mid nineties. Mm-hmm. I'm okay if they just accidentally no. wipe Kyle Rayner from existence. No. Oh, wow. Look, Connor, I have my preferences when it comes to lanterns, and Kyle's definitely low on the list, but I'm the type more Earth Lanterns the better. I like, I don't really mean that. I just wanted to annoy Pete. What I do mean though is I hope they accidentally delete that stupid crab mask. No 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 I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, I don't know if this is a hot take, but Ion Kyle is better than Crab Mask Kyle. Well, I'm with like, you. Like, yeah, that's you just sh- a cooler costume. Shut your filthy mouth! No, <laughs> no, it is an objectively better <laughs> costume. It's not just cooler; it's better in every way. Yeah, you can't say something's an objectively better costume. There's no such thing as an objectively better costume. Uh, yeah, yeah, there is. Ion first is Crab Mask. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. Like, look, pull those up. If you guys don't know, look up Kyle Rayner's Ion, and it's this very nice, sleek, 
lantern yeah. adjacent costume. And then the crab mask, you're just like, how can I make the most standout Green Lantern uniform next to Guy Gardner? Because the Gardner vest combo, like, classic. come on. You know? Crab mask but... is better than Gardner vest. I'm saying no. it. No. Okay. Team. Team crab mask, team Gardner vest. This is where this is breaking down now. That's that's next prediction. Wait, hang on, hang on. Oh. Month for Doomsday Clock. Okay, month for Doomsday Clock to end. August. I'm saying September. I'm gonna go comedy factor and go all the way to November. That's <laughs> <laughs> January. I was very tempted. What? Because of Manhattan, January 2019. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Yeah. Do you know what I should do? A, a countdown to Doomsday Clock final issue. Yeah. Uh, you know the you because know, because you know the whole thing about Doomsday Clock is that it's you know nigh on midnight, right? So you just you know, we're, we're settings to midnight, we're settings to Doomsday Clock. Oh 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 oh, we 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 gained some time. Push it back a little bit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. So the other big thing that's going on right now, uh, Heroes in Crisis. There's been obviously yep. speculation about what's really going on. Who's really dead? So and so. Now I think we've all we've all kind of more or less on the the, the wavelength. That Wally's not dead. Roy's the one who's really dead, right? Roy. <laughs> yeah, Roy's screwed. Roy, Roy's a god. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you're a Roy fan, I'm sorry, but he's a done, it's a done deal. I'm I'm not that sorry. <laughs> I'm not either. Like he's fine, but. It's Roy. I will happily sacrifice him to keep Wally alive. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, easy. It's not even a thing. Like, drop him into the lava pit. Sure. Gone. Hi, Wally. Hit with the hammer myself. Yeah. <laughs> right. But, 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 I want to make, I want us to make guesses as to what's really going on, right? <laughs> Just as simple. Go wacky. Don't, don't, don't sigh and be annoyed, Connor. Oh, be wacky. Do you know what the problem on this what? one is? I don't give a shit. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Connor doesn't. So I, this is definitely King's take on Whedon's second Astonishing X-Men story, which is called mm-hmm. Danger, where in which the danger room becomes sentient. And fights the X Men. So you're thinking it's really it was much better. So you're thinking um, robot AI matrixy kind of thing. I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking the AI has come to life, and it's be, because of the different like it, it used what uh, Themyscira and magic and mm. Kryptonian technology and and Batman whatever input he put there. I forget what they said. Yeah. Um, don't don't so, uh, think I didn't notice the mention of Josh Whedon there, the creator of the hit television show Buffer the Vampire. Yeah. You had to do it, Matt. Yeah, had I did. to give it. That to was him. I threw that over the plate so he would swing at it, and he did. Yeah, we're over, uh, you know, it's over and done with now. No more for this yeah. episode. Oh, for some reason, but, uh, Connor thinks that there's a limit on how many I can do per episode. He, he always says this: "Where okay, you've done it now, you can't see any more for the episode," and that has never stopped yeah. me. It has literally never stopped me. Not once. What's the record? Because I'm I'm here to make that happen. Oh, too, too many. <laughs> too many is the record. Oh, I don't know. Pro- probably the episode of Screams that me and uh, Tim did uh, about Cruel Intentions. Not Cruel Intentions, sorry. Oh, it's not a horror movie, but that'd be funny if we did do Cruel Intentions on Screams. I mean, it kind of is. Um, it kind of is. We did, um, I know what we did last summer. And my joke in that episode was, is I kept almost saying it, but instead of saying Buffy, I'd say one of the other movies she'd done. That was the joke, is I kept... The question is, did you do that more than when the new Buffy show got announced in the news? It was like live announcement to us as well. That's true. It was breaking. And you just, for the rest of the episode, that was it. That's true. That's probably the record, is that that, that, that TV news episode. That's the record. Um, 
I had the pleasure of telling him as it happened <laughs> and getting his live reaction. Go check that out, guys. Uh, yeah. I'm going to be more specific here. I think what's happening is like it is all like matrixy, not real simulation, right? I agree with that part. But if I'm going to just just to be different, just so that there's a winner out of this, right? So one of us is more right than the other. <laughs> I'm going to say that it's specifically one person's like scenario, like the computer's yeah. doing this for one person's psyche that they have to live through this because you know, whether it's Harley, whether it's Booster, whoever. Yeah, it's one of those two. Yeah. Um, but see, I definitely feel like it them bringing Booster and Harley at the same time. Maybe both. Yeah, is, it could be both at the same time. It, well, well, no, is what caused my scenario that I'm saying. Like, okay, it, sure. It it sanctuary became sentient because. Of these two, like the input from those two is what finally broke it. <laughs> Harley made and, it go crazy. <laughs> yeah, well, and then I think that involves Skeets too. Oh sure, you know, yeah. If, if Skeets ends up being the the big bad, you know, and actually, if we want to go crazy, it's Mister Mind. Because mm. think about it, Mister Mind's already been in uh, incubating in Skeets before in in fifty two. Spoiler alert for that, guys. In case you haven't read that, um, but that that's kind of what he does is he's telepathic, right? Where he gets his, he's a telepathic worm. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So it's Mister Mind. That that's who's behind all this. All right. Bold prediction. Car, do you want to guess anything? I just want to. I don't have the energy. All right. All right. Okay. So. I'm saving my energy for this one next of the books one. Later. This next one's fun. How and when? And by when, I just kind of mean. You could say like month. You can say oh, it'll be after this sort of point in the timeline kind of thing, um, but how and when do we end the, the nightmare that is Rick Racing? When do we get real Dick Racing back? When does this a never travesty? It's end? an eternal nightmare. No, no. It, it he'll he'll be back because it's we had a funny thing. It was this week. Yeah, the, the cover return the of Rick Grayson, and I was like, at well, last, the return of Rick Grayson. Which is the most '90s cover I've ever seen. Like, and yeah. Mooneyham did that cover, and you know, I'm sure he worked his his balls off to to get that, and it looks nice. It's not, but... it's not a bad drawing. It's just no. everything about the concept of it is yeah. just moronic, and the, and then the text, and it's not Mooneyham's fault. It's he's, a, not, he's not, not coming up with these ideas. It's as if yes, yeah, as if anyone was waiting for him, as if he wasn't already there the whole yeah. time. It, yeah, everything about it is just bizarre. So I want I want this to 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 end as soon as possible. So I'm gonna say by December 2019, Rick Grayson, Dick Grayson's no longer Rick Grayson. So so you do you think that just sneaks in at the end of the year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, and I feel like the Nightwing book's gonna get canceled and then get relaunched, and it'll be relaunched by let 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 me cut it a little closer. Let's say October. Oh, you go October. Um, yeah. I'll go. This is so the sad thing is, is I think there's a chance it's this year, but my 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 actual guess is not this year. My actual guess is it. Oh no, wait, no, it is this year. Let yeah. do the math. By, by the end of Doomsday Clock. No, I th- I think it's going to be Batman seventy five. That's my guess. Okay. That's this year. Yeah, I, I'm forgetting double shipping. It's this year because we're already on sixty two. Yeah, that's Batman seventy five is the start of the event that's happening, right? So, so that's in like three or four months. Yeah, or maybe the end of that event, if that's the start of an event. Maybe the yeah. end of them. I'm pretty sure that's the start of an event. That's what he said. Yeah. But Batman um, 75 or the end of the event that that starts is my... No, no, no. You, you're, you're all wrong. It's Batman 100. <laughs> oh, we're going on another 40 issues. That's, that's yeah. too far away, Connor. I know it is. Even with double shipping, like... 
Well, the thing is, I'm, I'm not saying there's necessarily a Nightwing book that whole time. I'm saying yeah, that yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the return though doesn't happen until Batman 100. I feel there's the thing about Connor's prediction though is that we can't actually say if that's right this time next year because if if it's not happened yet, it's not happened yet. But that doesn't necessarily tell us he's going to be right. Right. Doesn't mean I'm wrong though. It'll be more likely. I'll admit. Yeah. But it doesn't mean I'll just double down and and you guys will jump on the bandwagon and be like, yeah, I guess he was right. All right. So so our, our loyal listener Dan, you'll have to let us know because. You're the only sap we know that's still reading this book. So, <laughs> so please, you're, you're doing us all a solid. Does anyone care if he's reading it, though? I, I care because I, you know, get updates from him. You know? I don't want updates. Still one of my favorite characters. I, I don't know? want to know I, anything about that book. I just want to pretend yeah. it doesn't exist until it's fixed. My my favorite is he always prefaces with this actually happened. I'm not making any of it up. <laughs> like that, that's always my favorite part. Oh, mm. that's always the start of a good story. Yeah. All right, yeah. next Real one. Real quick, so, nope. side, okay. I was gonna make a side check about Kyle Higgins and how he's basically doing a Nightwing book over in Winter Soldier. Two it's issues in. Real damn good. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, yeah. But I just I can't help but feel this is him adapting from a Nightwing story. That he had, especially after the events of two. Yeah. I, I'm going to say it. I think his two, his two issues of one, uh, Winter Soldier so far is I probably like more than his Nightwing stuff. Wow, that's bold. That is better. Yeah. I, I I don't agree with that, but I mean it's very good. Yes. Yeah. Here's the thing: because me and Carr are doing an Alice Comics podcast, we're talking about Marvel books now. We have all these opinions on Marvel books, so we I can, know, we can randomly with certain things. Yeah. Well, and the only reason I read that is because I do enjoy Higgins, and I want to mm. go back and read his. Oh. That was the only stuff. reason I read it. I was like, I, yeah. like, I like Higgins. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, next category. This one's good. Now, this is assuming it's this year, but given that we think this is coming out of Doomsday Clock, this is likely. I want guesses for the creative team on Just uh, Justice Society of America. JSA, what is the creative team? Oh, I'm not good with artists, but I think it's Hickman. You think it's Hickman? I think it's Hickman. No, I think Hickman could be on a Legion book. No, okay. But not but, a JSA book. And this is my reason for it because when you think Hickman, you think big sciencey, right? Like you think like Morrison adjacent. Um, but the I first think thing I ever with Hickman, frankly. Well, the my first interaction with with Hickman was the Secret Warriors book that he did with Bendis. That spun out of uh, I think Secret Avengers. And it's, you know, they use it kind of as the blueprint for that season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, and it's pulpy and it's fun and it deals with, like, the team dynamic. Um, and I think he'll get back to basics. Bendis is kind of... Is you there know, a reason you're assuming that Bendis is the one giving out the GSA book? <laughs> I, know, I don't think so. No, no, no. I don't think Bendis is giving it out, but I think that if anybody could talk Hickman into coming back to superhero comics, it is Bendis. So Bendis being there building this bridge, uh, going like, hey, here's this team. And I feel like Johns is not as protective over the JSA as he is under certain characters. You know, I can see him like, yeah, sure, give it a shot. Depends if Stargirl's on the team or not. Exactly. Mm. I mean, I, 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 I know who I'd like, but yeah. I don't think it's likely that they would. As, as for art, I don't know. No, I think art is a lot more... It's hard to predict. Yeah, and the it's, it's just it, a lot of it will depend on who's available. We can, oh, there we, go. St- we can stick to the writer. I, mean, I just put down creative team. Hickman and Bogdanovich on the JSA. That's what I want. Whoa. Uh, 
Hickman's I wouldn't such... want that. I did not expect a Hickman guess out of that. that... I mean, no, I, I, like I said, if, if one of the questions is who's on the Legion book, I think Hickman's a reasonable guess for right. that one. I'm well, sure that's right. coming up next by that hold, smirk hold, on hold, Pete's Hold face. your Legion guesses, all right? Don't ruin, don't ruin the order of this. <laughs> um... This is really hard. I, I feel like I feel like do I pick the dream scenario, which is so unlikely. Who's the dream scenario? Mark Wade's the dream scenario. But and why? Why though? Why? Why are you like he does Flash and he he does Superman? But what about Wade screams JSA to you? Uh, Legacy and specifically Kingdom Come. Okay. But Kingdom Come didn't have much to do with JSA. Well, no, it didn't. Like, but it had this large cast of characters. It had this idea of legacy. Mm-hmm. I feel like he would try. And he, I mean, he's been around doing so many different characters, so many different places. You <laughs> know, that he tends to get the history of the characters. He tends to understand the legacy. I feel like he has. The, if you take some of the fun stuff from, say, his his uh, Daredevil, you take some of the yeah. the DC craziness of his Flash. Oh. You, you you kind of assemble almost the best possible GSA kind of out of that. I'm not saying he's the only option. I'm just saying and, that. And then oh, yeah. who? That's your dream scenario. Yeah. What's well, your realistic guess? Realistic guess. But I wonder if you're in a team as artists with him. Like, is that Wade and Somni? Somni. I wouldn't say no. Yeah. I wouldn't say no either. To be fair. <laughs> That's a book that I'm buying multiples of, I think. Yeah, I wouldn't say no to that team for sure. Um, yeah. Realistic guess, though. I'm thinking, who's at DC, or who who is like in and out of DC often enough? That... I, I've got one that I don't think it's necessarily likely, but may, maybe he's just been waiting for the right book at DC mm-hmm. to jump back in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he's, 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 we, we know he's got the emotional weight there that, that can... Because, you, know, you know, JSA, a lot of, you know, they bring mm. in the, the, uh, the, the personal you know, Connor, if you say it... I'm going for it, because this you, is you where... You become a self-parody. <laughs> yes. And, and uh, you know, just to keep the build-up going a little bit longer, we know he can handle large cast of characters. Yeah, we've, yeah. we've seen it in a long-running series that may or may not be a digital first tie-in <laughs> to a video game. Yeah. Go on, see. Do, do you want to do the honors, Pete? Tom Taylor. Th- oh, thank boy. you to David, our patron, for making that yeah. sound bite. <laughs> I'm just glad I had a genuine reason to get that in there. Uh, I, I'm just happy you beat Pete. <laughs> yeah. I certainly wouldn't say no to a Tom Taylor JS no. book. I'll say that much, but yeah. Jesus. Okay. I mean. <laughs> I feel like I feel like with JSA, I almost expect someone that's more of a veteran. I I, guess, I don't know why. Yeah. It's not like John's was when he started doing JSA. Because no, John, I, I you, John's and lawyer. Yeah. No, I, I I definitely understand why that is a is a thought. But I think that you know, I think we get someone younger, and we get yeah. some fresh blood on it uh, to give it a you know to to go with it. again the legacy of okay, no, it's always moving forward. And Taylor Taylor did write Earth Two. Uh, he took over for Robinson. Uh, he did for a little bit. Yeah. So let's yeah. give him a proper version. Um, so is that your actual guess? Though? Is that on top yeah, it is. That, that's. I mean, it's it's realistic enough that it could happen, but it's more of a of a pipe dream of that's who I want, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to. Yeah. Do you think Rocky would want to do JSA? No. He, he 
No, I think he would want to. I don't think he'll want it mm. enough to find the time in his schedule. No, that's fair. I was mm. just trying to think if it seemed like something that appealed to him. Yeah. Yeah, and I miss that Wonder Woman book so much. <laughs> hey, the Lois Lane book's coming, man. It's happening. I know, it's happening. I know. Believe uh, it. Uh, Believe it. Oh, yeah. All right, what's the next? Um, <sighs> I'm just putting down Mark Waid as my guest. Okay, I'll just do that. Hey, if that, do you know what? I'm taking two points for that. If that ends up being right, I'm taking two points for Waid. I don't think so. It's still only worth one. <laughs> How dare you? All right. Well, surprising no one, Legion writer. <laughs> yeah, you can already write mine down, can't you? Yeah. Oh, Hickman, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I will hate the damn thing, but it'll, uh, <laughs> I think I think if there's ever a book that gets Hickman to DC on a big scale, <sighs> yeah. it's Lee. I, know, I yeah, don't want that book. I feel like it's the obvious pick as well, which is why like, I, I kind of want to say something different just for the sake of having some different answers, but I kind of yeah. agree that that's the... So, so, so this is where I go different. Okay. I was thinking Mark Wade, right? But he's already done that. He's been there, done that. Sure, yeah. Legion. Um, but to crib from Connor, Tom Taylor, he loves legacy, right? Given from, uh, his love of Superman on Twitter, you know, who better to write a team that was based off of fandom of Superman than Tom Taylor? Yes, it is. Uh, I like how we're just juggling the same names for both of these these categories here. This is something else. I mean, uh, to well, be fair, I think Matt was the wild card calling Hickman on the last. That's true. That's yeah. true. That was surprising, but yeah. Um, who did I think will be on Legion? I, I could, you know, I could see it being Tynan. Yeah, I wouldn't say no to that one either. I I could see Justice League Dark wrapping up its run and him going to Legion. Yeah. I could see it. I, I, I could see Justice League Dark having like a 20 issue run and then him going sliding straight into Legion. That fuck is going to 100. <laughs> no, well, that's not. fine, but maybe not under Tynan. Like, you can <laughs> you can do the, the rotating cast that kind of. That's kind of what that book has become. Because that's what yeah. it was in the New 52. Um, you know, you had different people. That's not my yeah. guess, though. I actually don't know what my guess is for, for Legion. Tomasi. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Again, works, works with the. He, he, he uh, feels solid and dependable and a mainstay at DC. He's not the, oh. the most exciting super choice ever, but he's not a disappointing one by any means. I feel. I have like... interest. Are there any more creative team guesses coming up? Um, not specifically, but I mean, you, right. you could offer some for. No, no, the I, last I think it's kind of weird that we didn't suggest that we did, we didn't we're not expecting Abner on any of these books, given that <laughs> given the amount he's, of things. No, he's taking get. over Justice League Dark from Diamond. <laughs> yeah, yes, he is. That's he's going to do doing. Odyssey and Dark. Yes. Oh. <laughs> the, the, the books are going to merge into one one thing. It's going to be Justice League Dark Odyssey B Team or whatever they would call it. Now, you know what? That'd probably be my favorite book. Just a team like that, the Justice League B Team. Yeah, Man. I want I want Jessica and you know uh, Detective Chimp, you know, on on buddy cop adventures. Yeah. And him complaining how much he hates space. That's what I want. Next category then, and you bastards ruined this twice, but this category as the as <laughs> the Tom Taylor category now what is the Tom Taylor category you may ask <laughs> is it what books do we want Tom Taylor to write well not, not, not so much exactly he, he's alluded to that he's got several unannounced projects right now there's nothing to say that one of them is DC necessarily but one of them very well could be so let's assume that he's getting one DC ongoing this year 
right? That's assuming he's getting mm-hmm. one. And let's yeah, take let's take JSA and Legion out the out the equation. Mm-hmm. What book can you see Tom Taylor being put on? Do you think it'll be a character we've not had for a while? Do you think it'll be a, another book for a character we've already got a book for? Do you think it'll uh, be this that? Okay. I don't know Pete's answer, so I got to think of a secondary answer. I, I have two realistic options. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think we could get the second Flash family book. Ooh. Damn it, you took mine. Alternatively, I think we get a second Green Lantern book with a, the Green Lantern core. Book. I hope so. I, I would love both of those options. I cannot really die. And I think I think they're both realistic enough that they could actually feasibly happen. Mm. Um, and either, either of them could be Tom Taylor. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually like your ideas more than the first thing I was going to say, if we're all getting to... <laughs> um, just because, like... Because they're cancelling Green Arrow, if they're going to relaunch it, I feel like Taylor's like a great name to relaunch it with. Yeah. That, that's why a lot of mine, like... Uh, mine were the secondary titles, because mm. he's not necessarily... As much as we love Tom Taylor, he's mm. not a leading name, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. On your, your A-list books. With, so these are... Okay, these are the second books. You've got Morrison on, on Greenland. Williamson is well-established on Flash now, so here's the yeah. second book. And obviously, yeah. we've all been hoping that he, he just say, comes in and saves Nightwing, but, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, I don't want to get. I don't want to get my hopes up on that one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Matt, what you got? What are you think? Well, that's what I was gonna say was was Nightwing. So that's where I thought you were going. You can go um, with Nightwing. I'll think of something else. Makes sense. Yeah. Nightwing. So I can't really think of anything that we we haven't said because, like Connor said, he isn't that <sighs> big of a name. I mean, so I, do, I, his profile is rising though, thanks to you know. Uh, being on a Spider-Man book now. Yeah, that Batman mm-hmm. angle's getting a lot of buzz as well. Which, actually, it yeah. makes me wonder, like, do they launch a third Batman book? Because it, it, it's one of the most believable things DC could do, is say, you know what, we're doing a, a third do Batman book. you know what, book. interestingly? I don't think they do. I think, you know, it seems so obvious, but I think they know that, no, 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 it looks like a cash grab. Um, and we don't need it that but you know, oh, we, we, we basically have all four these right we can do. Here's we the thing though. Here's, right the, now. here's the thing though. Yeah, but here's the thing. If we're suspecting the detective stops double shipping after one thousand yeah. Which I'm not. You're not. Um I think it's possible. It may not though. Um if it does stop double shipping, then that maybe opens the window for hey, here's a new monthly bat book. Batman and Robin or, or Batman uh, No, I can whatever. see that. As long as yeah. as long as one of them's not double shipping, I could see a third one popping up. Oh, yeah, that's sure. always been DC. If, if you Detective know, drops the single shipping, but I don't think it will. Yeah, like like Shadow of the Bat, Legends of the I, Dark Knight, I like think all these ancillary titles. See, I wouldn't mind a, a, a third Superman book. <laughs> no, that. no shit. Yeah. To be honest, I wouldn't either if I can get one that's not Bendis related. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't. I don't see that being that. Can, they're we, kind of can we get a Tom Taylor Superman book? Yeah, I wouldn't say no. <laughs> Can I flip this question on its head? Yeah. Is there a Tom Taylor book you'd say no to? I mean, there's Tom Taylor books that I'd 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 prefer he didn't do because I there's characters that I don't like as much as the rest. But yeah. I wouldn't necessarily say no yeah, to him. Him on a Harley book would make me buy Harley for the first time in <laughs> forever. Yeah, look, I wouldn't. If you said, "What do you want not Tom Taylor not to be on?" I would say it. I'd rather he didn't do Harley Quinn. But if he does a Harley Quinn book, I'm going to try it. <laughs> Ooh, Tom Taylor Teen Titans just for the tease. <laughs> quadruple t that's it yeah. that's, that's the book um uh, it's so fun to say tom taylor t titans oh dear oh, i don't even know where to go from there um as far as i guess i feel like 
I, I think a secondary book actually is, is what I would say is most likely. I, I, I like the idea of like a, a second Flash or Green Lantern book, especially Green Lantern. Because like, if, if, if Grant Morrison is going to be on Green Lantern for two years, I don't want that to be the only Green Lantern book for that whole time. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Even, even <laughs> though I'm really into it, I still want a second one. Because I, well, I think the problem is, is, even if you're enjoying what Morrison's doing right now, I, I, it doesn't feel like the incontinuity like Green Lantern core that feels part of the world. You know, like... yeah. We need that book. Again, it feels like no, an Earth it, One book. No, here's the thing. I think for me, it feels in continuity, and now that's that's Green Lantern doing Green Lantern. But I want a Green Lantern core book. I want all the other characters to be represented, yeah. not just Hal. Um, yeah. It feels like a weird side tangent of a Green Lantern book. It doesn't feel like what I think of as the main Green Lantern book being. If that makes sense. That's fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I'm thinking. I'm thinking, alright? Yeah, I'm thinking about. Well, no kidding! Well, that, yeah. that ginger idiot took the good picks, didn't he? Hey, you didn't have those as options. <laughs> that ginger idiot. You, you say this like you had them written down and then I just said them first. No, no, you didn't think of them. <laughs> um, hmm. Alright, I'm just going to go pie in the sky. This isn't happening, but I want it. Tom Taylor Stephanie Brown book. Yeah. I want it. That was ambitious. It is ambitious, but you know what? I want it. That's more ambitious than the Tom Taylor Superman book. Well, they're, they're probably relaunch Birds of Prey for the movie coming out. Maybe Birds of Prey is a better answer. Birds of Prey is a better yeah. answer. Well, you got two. I'm putting two. Stephanie Brown or Birds of Prey. Matt got what? Nightwing and... Just Nightwing. Oh, do you want a second Superman book, Matt? Do you want to throw that in? Yeah, I mean, that's fine. I, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, or Superman 3. Uh, All right. Next category. Uh, oh, this, this is this is a funny one. Uh, so we have... How many three... more of these are there? Uh, this is the third to last one. Um, Fifteen. <laughs> so we have three new age of heroes books left i want i mm-hmm. want to play a game here really what's the third one damage damage that's still good. hasn't been officially cancelled yet uh, oh okay yeah. yeah terrific has not been officially cancelled although it seems like it probably is going to end there's a very good chance it is and we just didn't get the final issue time. yeah yeah um and obviously we have silencer so I just want some some guesses here as to when these all end this year because I'm expecting them all to end this year, right? I think everyone is. No, I except for si- Silencer. I think I silence silencer keeps going. Yeah, yeah Silencer I, keeps going. It, I think Silencer. It just drops the enough. New Age of Hero tag. Yeah. Yeah, I think, it, I think that, that could be your answer. Assumption. Yeah. Uh, I think Silencer keeps going though. Um, not like forever, but I don't think it ends within the next twelve issues. I think it's um, um, Abnett's consistent enough that it's like, yeah, go on then. You know, his yeah. his books so, tend to not massively sell, but sell enough. So, are we all what? guessing that Terrific ends first because Lemire what? was done with fourteen? No, no, no. So his his last one's fourteen, right? Mm-hmm. I I think they get to twenty, and I think Yang comes in and writes the last six because he he did write the annual. Okay. Uh, or one of the stories in the annual. I would. And I, I feel I, like twenty is a nice round number. I would be all for Yang continuing Terrific's after Lemire. I yeah. would probably stop reading it. Um, yeah, we know you didn't like his annual issue. Yeah. Well, I don't know if everyone knew that because I, I missed that episode. Yeah. 
Well, you you weren't really into New Superman like me and Connor or me and Pete were Connor. Yeah, I didn't so. like hate that. I just I, it was yeah. it was on a busy week. I didn't have the time. But um, the, his Terrifics uh, annual, I couldn't even finish. Yeah, um, I just think twenty is a nice round number. Disgrace. Um, all right. And the damage as soon as they can get rid of it, the better. I think just yeah, damage. I don't know who like, that book's for. Damage like, feels like the obvious thing to get rid of first. Like how if... how is that still around? I genuinely <laughs> yeah, thought that'd been cancelled. Like, like if you want a Hulk book, just go read Immortal Hulk. Like it's right there for you, <laughs> and it's much better. Like I don't know if this counts as a spoiler, but Hulk goes to hell. All right, it's like Jason goes to hell, but good. Hulk goes to hell in Immortal Hulk. I feel like uh, there was a second there where I thought Pete was going to jump in and fight you. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's nothing like Jason goes to hell, but. No, <laughs> Jason goes to hell is just... basically just the title, and that's it. The rest of it's yeah nonsense. Terrible. It's about a possessed like knife or whatever that, and Jason's spirit possesses people. It's a terrible movie. Don't you say no. terrible? No, it's garbage. No, you mean I no, feel that's the I legacy of a drunk watch. The good the, the, the opening no. scene is good because the opening scene is the so we have like a woman who goes to like you know Cramp Crystal Lake, right? Traditional Friday the Thirteenth shit. And she's, you know, she's getting out of the shower. There's, you know, just boobs because it's a slasher movie. And Jason starts attacking her and she's running through the, the, the cabins and stuff. And then she runs out into the opening, you know, part of the, 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 the camp and all the lights come on. She's a member of the FBI and this was a sting to lure Jason into a trap. This opening scene's fantastic. The rest of the movie's garbage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah if, if you like want to watch, there's... There's there's much better Friday the 13th. Jason X. Yeah, all of them. Sure all of them are better. <laughs> Every single I'll be honest, one. If I wanted to drop uh, watch, I'll just wait till next week until the next death that we do the next episode of Gotham. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. We had yeah. Bullet Man this uh, week. Oh. <sighs> yeah. uh, Jason takes Manhattan, Connor. Oh. Get you know, I've I've only seen the first Friday movie. It was fine, and I went, yeah, I know the oh. second third are meant to be better, but I didn't care enough. Most of them are better. Yeah, yeah. No, Jason takes Manhattan's fantastic. I will not hear these yes. these awful words that people yeah. say. He punches a guy's head off. He does. <laughs> he does. And he walks uh, to the Times Square. There's a boat for no reason. There's a boat to New York for no reason. There needs to be a reason. Also, some someone did some geography with it and didn't yeah. understand how the boat gets from where it starts to New York because of the river it's yep. supposed to be in. <laughs> but it's a whole thing. Anyways. It's a whole thing. Next category. Next category, yes. Um, all right. So, I've called this cancellation roulette. Oh no, I don't like gambling. I, I, I've got, I've got basically forgetting new age, right? Because obviously we made guesses on yeah. kind of that. But just of the regular titles, which books do you think will be cancelled this year? I've written down, I've written down three that I think are the most likely. Hang on, I need to look at the list of books. Uh, the, books. The, one, the ones I've written down that I think will be cancelled this year are Justice League Odyssey. Yep. Yeah. Teen Titans. Uh-huh. And Titans. <sighs> and the reason why... I, it's not so much that I want all these to be cancelled. Uh, Titans specifically, I'm quite enjoying. But it's getting high up in the numbers. We've got Young Justice has been relaunched. So now we have kind of three Teen Titans books. I feel like those Titans books are kind of on borrowed time at this point. I don't know. The, the DC I came into, you had... Titans, Outsiders, sure. and Teen Titans. So, like, that was the mid-2000s. So, well, When we say cancellation, does that include with plans for an immediate relaunch or just... No, no, I mean... No, no, no it's no. dead. I mean, it can, it can be relaunched. It doesn't necessarily have to not be relaunched right after. But just the current book. 
there'll be a cancellation. Okay. Uh, I think Catwoman. That was yeah. actually the fourth thing I was thinking about, actually, now you bring it up. Catwoman. Um, I'm just going to be bold and say Nightwing. That Anything was going to be my next one. And... Can, can I be optimistic um, and, and say Red and... <laughs> Red yeah, that ain't happening. <laughs> you can see Red um, uh, I'm gonna say Deathstroke. Do you know I never, I never said Nightwing because I basically assume that that's gonna keep happening just to spite me, because I wanted to <laughs> yeah. change her end. I, I don't, I don't think yeah. Deathstroke does get cancelled. Um, unless, I, I unless Priest finishes, and then he's yeah. like, and and they decide to cancel it and I, maybe I think, relaunch it. Yeah, I don't think we have a Deathstroke, but going into 2020. Um. Only if Priest's finished with his story, though. Uh, I fine. don't know if he will be or not. Um, yeah. If if he's finished, I think it's plausible. I don't think they cancel it at this point, though, and tell him just to wrap it up. Hmm. It's kind of weird how long there's been a, a Deathstroke book consistently yeah. in the schedule. You know, like you know, yeah. New Fifty Two pretty much the whole time had a Deathstroke book. It did, didn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then we had you know Priest since since Rebirth. So um, yeah. right, that was racking up a reasonable run. To be fair to it now. Yeah. Uh, it's in its thirties. Hey, those, uh, those thirty-nine next week, I think. So yeah. those were proper answers. I really can't argue with those. Um, so, and then finally, final category. It's kind of the opposite of that, essentially, is new books that may launch this year. Now, obviously, stay away from GSA and Legion because we're kind of expecting those in some capacity. I'm kind of talking about things that will maybe pop out of nowhere. Um, you could kind of, kind of include Maxi series in this, kind of how is it all of a sudden there's, oh, there's a Man Martian Manhunter Maxi coming, or mm -hmm. all of a sudden, oh yeah, Young Justice has been relaunched. These these kind of just, sh sh yeah. you know, just showed yeah. up. Um, yeah, well, obviously, already, I mentioned earlier my, my, my second Green Lantern book. Right, so you think second Green Lantern? As it's not a bad, not a bad idea, given that there used to there usually was more than one. It's just right now it's kind of weird. Um, What's Matt's bold prediction? Booster Gold. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's thinking spinning he's... out of Heroes in Crisis on, on his own or with Ted. Um, Ted's a supporting character, but he's not on every adventure. I don't know. I, so, I, feel, I feel like I can see the 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 marketing for a, a book called The Blue and the Gold with both of them yeah. on the cover. I can I'm, see that. I'm gonna put in a second one mm -hmm. that's more just a, something I want than I actually really expect. Yeah, mm -hmm. but I miss having a Doctor Fate book. So give me a Doctor Fate book. Um, yeah, um, I'm doubting it, but. Catwoman is replaced by Gotham City Sirens. Okay, that's not a bad bad guess. Yeah, and we we could still have uh, have uh, Jones writing art art changes. Um, it basically becomes a new heroes book where it's an artist showcase mm. book with Jones writing. Jo I think that could be really cool. Something I said earlier, I said that I'm expecting Birds of Prey to be relaunched before the movie. Yeah, but the movie's not out till next year, so I'm I'm hesitant to see it'll happen this year. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought so. What, so, what movies have we got coming? We got Shazam and we got uh, Joker. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. I am very curious about that Joker movie just from what I've seen. It's just some yeah. like, crazy random nonsense it's going to be. Yeah, yeah. Like, and not like, oh, I'm excited. This is going to be good. It's I like, just want to see what the hell it is. Exactly. Like, you gave Todd Phillips, the guy that did The Hangover, the Joker property. What is this? In, like, that's insane. <laughs> I have no words for it. That's how insane it is. But this is also the thing to know about Todd Phillips is his his film project coming out of film school was a documentary on Gigi Allen. If you guys don't know about Gigi Allen, that that's a hoof. It's a hell of a story. So, tell you word for it. Mm. Yeah. 
let's just say he was a, a performance artist that did punk rock kind of stuff, but his performance art included taking shits on stage and then throwing it into the crowd. This is the man that who made that doc they gave the Joker property to. Should I, I feel like I should be worried. Yes. Uh, all right. Um, Joe, it's not even. Oh, been... I will say, oh. suddenly the hangover makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like that movie, though. Do you know, it's not even been that long since the last series, but I feel like there has to be some kind of Batwoman thing for the new show, right? Like, it may not be a Batwoman book, but, like, I feel like... At least maybe a, a, maybe a, she's in birds. And Yeah, a new book with her on the team. Like, yeah, would make sense to me if the Batwoman shows up. You know what? Her. You wouldn't even need to use Batgirl for Birds of Prey. If you make it uh, her team... Uh, you, you, you say that, but we never got a book for Black Lightning. There was a mini. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I suppose. There was a mini. There was. Um... So I could I could see there been something, but I don't, I don't know. I'm I'm not like. We were gonna it. get secret history of the DC universe, or do they just? Pocket it's just been delayed in it indefinitely. In, 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 yeah. Indefinitely. Thank you. Damn. So give up hope. Yeah, give up hope for a while until it until it just appears again. Black, Black Lightning was supposed to be a central character in that, right? Like, yeah. He was, he was the ones one on them, the. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, do you know Do you know where else Black Lightning's a central character? The new season years. of Young Justice. Oh, it's good. I'm just going to say second flashback for the my second one. Maybe maybe it's just hopeful thinking, but um, obviously I'm thinking Wally. If not Bart, if not Jay, if not all of them, um, Jesse Quick. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what the second flashback is. It's just a Jesse Quick book. Okay, you say that like a joke, but I would read that in a heartbeat. You would, but oh, I'll tell. Oh, here's one because I saw a handful of creators this week all saying they've pitched it in the past like two years, and DC have said not right now. But there's a waiting list of writers that want to do it. Adam Strange mini. Ooh, give me that right now. Okay. And uh, there was there was some some writers that I quite liked who were uh, you know on board. There was a uh, D- uh, Andy Diggle was one of them. I think um, he did the I I have the mini that he did like years ago. I got it for like um, five bucks. There was a few. Rob Williams was one who obviously was he was the one out of the group that I was not excited no, no, for. No, no, no. Yeah, but they've all pitched it to DC and and DC have said we don't think that book will sell right now, but maybe they'll relent eventually. Hmm. Maybe they will. I don't know. All right, so, some wacky, wacky predictions um, for the year. Maybe they're silly. Maybe they're not. We'll find out. Hey, if, if they if they announce some cool stuff that we don't see coming, then that's a good thing. Nice surprise. Yeah. Oh, Matt's mic's gone. Um, but hey, so that that is basically uh, the end of that section. So hopefully everyone enjoyed that. And I mean the audience, not these two. I don't really care if Connor enjoyed it. Uh, Connor hates everything. Uh, yeah. So, so that was Andy Diggle that had did Plant Heist, which was an eight issue in 04. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. So, there you go. Um, yeah. So, we can move on to books then. And first book of the week, the main event of the week, is a book that Connor did not read. 
<laughs> oh, you but poor it, sorry so soul. I'm going to like half listen and also try and find out who that third writer was. Oh, it was Cy Spurrier, who I've been uh, quite a big fan of recently. Mm. So I would have, uh, I'd be down for that. So yeah, first book of the week is Young Justice issue one. Brian Michael Bendis writing, Patrick Gleason on the art. This was a bigger first issue. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't feel it though; it flew in. <laughs> but that's just a, how it is. So I'm gonna mute my mic, otherwise I'll just make snide remarks all the time. <laughs> you should. So, so this issue is the team essentially like barring one character who like pops up at the end. Essentially, there's like there's a, an invasion from Gemworld uh, because yep. Gemworld are upset because Earth's having too many crises, and every time there's a crisis, it affects them as well. And like this stupid yep. Earth, they've had seven of these bloody things, and it keeps messing with our timelines. Uh, and our, our, our I roles. love the meta-ness of that opening section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, very intrigued with the fact that they're talking about crisis because obviously we're, a lot of the characters that we're even using are characters who were either wiped out by a crisis or a flashpoint mm-hmm. or or so on and so forth or new inventions or new inventions so basically they invade middle of metropolis and uh, jenny hex is there on a truck tim drake as robin jumps in there's a quick little flashback to show that he was talking to Cass that he just ran into so wonder girl eventually jumps in teen larton jumps in we have these five characters it's all glorious art it's all really impulse fun impulse shows up impulse shows up bart and allen someone eventually. yells kid flash at him and he's like yeah whatever suits you uh, Which, uh, no, 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 that wasn't the line. That wasn't the line. Because he saves yeah. Maggie Sawyer and her her yeah. cops, and they say, "Who are you?" And he yells out, "Impulse!" And they're like, "Who?" He's like, "Oh, Kid Flash." He's like, "We'll just Kid say Flash. that yeah. then." Yeah. Um, so, and that's that's the. So first and foremost, I enjoyed this show a lot. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's pulpy. The the way they mm-hmm. they, 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 they they bounce off each other is great. Um, yeah. Art looked gorgeous, but there there was kind of one nagging feeling throughout this book it's been it was it was multiplied a great deal i'm just watching connor's face as i say things. Yeah. Uh, you you said one <laughs> nagging feeling and i i wanted to jump in with a comment and i was like nope don't do it so the one thing that really kind of like stuck out because obviously it felt like it was going quickly and i'm like okay it's your issue one you want to have all your mm-hmm. characters going to your big hero team up shot and blah 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 so when bart comes swooping into the, the main fight with everyone else there Tim turns around and goes, Bart! And I'm like, wait a minute. Why does he know who Bart is? Bart just got out of the speed yeah. force. What's going on? And then, like, then two pages later, he says something like, Bart, we talked about this. Now, reading that a second time and talking to some people on Twitter, it's very mm-hmm. clear that there's been some stuff that's happened before this issue that we're going to, like, see later. Right? Yeah. But it did come off as really weird when I was reading this, where it felt like, wait a minute, why does he know who Bart is? What's, what's... So I, I took this all as... This is what Tim Drake was doing in between that when we saw him last. After Tynan was done with him, right? Him and Stephanie went off yeah, to college. Yeah, Stephanie then? Why is Stephanie getting gimped right? all this? And I think, I think that's where it's going to come in. Which, so I Young Justice is a blind spot to me. I've never read it, the the early run. I just jumped straight to Teen Titans. Yeah, um, I actually, think I'm gonna go back and, and read Young Justice. Now. I, I literally just bought the uh, the third Peter David book because it, it was on sale okay. right now. Uh, so did I. I, I so, so, I've not read the first two yet, though. But I was like, okay. "Well, I'm just going to get it while it's there." I say, I wasn't, so does spoiler show up in there at any point? So I know she is Tim Drake's girlfriend. Oh, I've not read it. I don't know. <laughs> the rub. No, I know. I'm just. Yeah. I'm wondering to to, no to the viewers if they do mm. know. 
Um, um, I'll, I'll do some googling. Honestly, if I have a hope for 2019, is that I want Stephanie Brown something and not as Tim Tim Drake's girlfriend. I'm like, if I have a complaint about Detective Comics like that Tynan run, which I, I liked a lot, is that it was basically she was always tied to Tim, and it was kind of annoying. Yeah. Um. um but so here, this this as as I'm reading it, I am just full of wonder, which oh, of course is which is great because it's Wonder Comics, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, um, that, that that big shot of Tim landing in the car when he first pops up. Or... And he's back in the Robin costume, and they call him yeah. Robin and not Red Robin, which was always one of my biggest, like... Which maybe complaints. implies that he, he remembers more than he did last time we saw him. Yeah. He's went investigating, and he's actually uncovered yep. some stuff. But so, uh, yeah. just, just to put in quickly on the Stephanie Brown, the yes. closest I can find is in the alternate world without Young, Young Justice timeline. Uh, that uh, Stephanie Brown was Robin and said Tim Drake for that and was on the Young Justice team in that, that world. That sounds like a weird little side story, though. Yeah. yeah. In the middle of okay. it, as opposed to actually showing up in the proper book. Gotcha. Anyway, but, um, um, yeah. so here's the thing. So I saw Bendis tweet out like the, the, the day or two after this, just saying that, yeah. yeah, I know everyone's got questions about how things work in this. Don't worry, I've got a list of 37 things that I know I need to answer. And they're being answered over the course of the next five or six issues. Uh, you get you get a few answers per book, and I'm like, okay, is he's acknowledging that these things need to be answered, and I can feel better about it because he's getting to mm-hmm. it. It's fine. Because uh, issue one, you want to have everything come out and, and do all this these things because it did raise questions. I was like, wait, why? Why does because it makes sense that Bart remembers Young Justice because right. you know he he's, he must Speed be like Force. Wally because he's been in the Speed Force. He remembers things from pre Flashpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, and presumably at the end, when they all get sucked into Gem World and he sees Connor Kent, he knows who Connor is because he remembers all that. Yeah. Connor knows who he is too because Connor's been trapped in Gem World, seemingly. My favorite thing that issue is there's a lot of my favorite things in this issue. Of course there is. But when he goes, that's impossible. And he goes, what? He goes, you grew a beard. <laughs> like, right there, it's hitting the Bart Allen that I've missed so much. Like, Wallace was, I mean, he was fine, but I always just felt like they were adding him in there just to have a Wally. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, but Bart being back and being his ADD self that can't sit still, I just, oh man, it felt right. Yeah. No. Uh, he's delightful. They're all kind of delightful. Um, the new characters uh, are interesting. Jenny. Um, I love her. <laughs> of She's... course you do. I mean, she's yeah. a redhead, so of course Matt. Well, that has nothing to do. I knew once. Yeah. Once I started reading it, and I was like, "Oh my god, she's she's like Indiana Jones." Like, <laughs> she's, yeah, she's like she's Indiana know. Jones. Yes. Um, yeah. But uh, we also have Teen Lantern, and I love that name, yeah. by the way, because which is interesting too, because we don't get to see them. We they're in the construct. Yeah, she's inside the her construct because she's basically yeah. her construct is a mech suit. She's built herself a mech suit yeah. with the Green Lantern energy, energy. Uh, which so is cool. Which I actually really, I, I like if that's her thing. Even if we see her typically, like, when you know, they're just meeting and stuff. But every time they go into battle, if it's always, like, a green mech suit. I'm actually kind of yeah. down to that. That'd be pretty cool. She also <laughs> said she'll, she could change the name. Because, I don't want you know, to. Teen Lantern sounds no, great. No, but I like it. I like that it's a little self-referential there. She was like, you know. And she's a teenager. She's yeah. just like, well, if you don't like it, I, I the, can change it. The audio listeners are missing out on Connor shaking his head yeah. at every single thing we are praising here. It's kind of amusing. Um, um, not everything, no. just the. I, I was fine with the, the Jenny Hicks stuff, but yeah. this, this Teen Lantern sounds atrocious. Usually I'm okay with a lot of Bendis' ideas, it's just the reading that I don't like, but 
What would oh, he boy. not like about but, a team but like this? All... Everything. All of it sounds awful. But but this is what Connor. This is where I disagree with you on this type of stuff. Where I feel like it's just a snap judgment, like because you've just decided it's Bendis and you're not going to like it because we know next to nothing about Teen Lantern. Yeah, like, and it might not hey, actually like be Green every, Lantern energy. I, I don't have a problem with anything else you've said, do I? But what no, about Teen Lantern like, is a problem? Like nothing that just, sounds bad. <laughs> and it's one issue now. If if this somehow ties into the Green Lantern and it goes against everything we've been taught about Green Lantern and it's just Bendis bending the rules. So he can have a team manager. Well, I mean, yes, I'm with you. There's rules but we being, don't know yet. Well, no, but there's rules being bent because we know that she's kind of like, like she's she's like fixed a, a lantern she found. It's not like she's been picked by the core, right? She's she's kind of hacked in essentially, right. um, to use the energy. Yeah, that I hate. I don't hate that. I'm fine with that. I do. Yeah. I hate a teenager hacking into the Green Lantern core. No, piss off. <laughs> Makes well, no s- part of that. <laughs> Man. Coming from a Star right. Wars fan who's okay with the idea yeah. of the Force, this is absurd to me that you have a problem with this. <laughs> because it's a completely separate universe. If this was like from the start, how this worked, fine. But in context here, I don't like it. They're just I haven't there. Seen this was announced, oh, and, and everything I've um, heard about this. But is Jenny Hex, I, I like. I like when you throw a, a just a basic human being on the super team, mm-hmm. and you know. Um, because Tim Tim has his brain. He's a lot like Batman in that way, where that's kind of his power. Jenny Hex just has guns. And I even like that Tim has issues. Like, don't you have anything less lethal? And he's like, this is all I got right now. Yeah. Uh, Luckily for like Tim, that. though, they're fighting, like, these gem world, like, alien-looking yeah. groups. Um, um, so, it's and so I, I, I did a deep dive on, on, on gem world just via the internet um, and, and found out a lot of stuff, which is very interesting considering what Bendis is doing over with Superman and and whatnot, is that Amethyst's first appearance was in a Legion of Superheroes book. It was like a backup. And then in, it, it came out, you know, in the 80s, trying to capitalize on that sword and sorcery, where it was pitched as something completely different. Uh, and then one of the editors wanted to use, like, birthstones as a thing, as the gimmick. So the writer just went and adapted it. So you have this this world that that's... It's a fantasy world where they where they that swords and shields and you know it's very barbarian traditional times. in that sense. Yeah, sword and sorcery, like like Connor was saying earlier. And um, Amethyst is a secret princess. You know, it's kind of this chosen one, raised on Earth. She comes back, and it's kind of reverse Billy Batson. I think she ages differently on Gem World than she does here. Hmm. Um, but and it, and it ties back into Legion of Superheroes is that one of the characters. That becomes the big villain in in uh, Gem World is Mordru, and Mordru is one of the big villains of Legion of Superheroes. Hmm. So it creates this big old circle around there, and that I just feel like bringing Gem World into this with the teen heroes is oddly fitting. So it just tells me that that Bendis really did his DC homework, you know, like. It, it, nothing's random. It's not like he's like, oh, Gem World's this cool thing. We're gonna with a teen hero and Amethyst. We're gonna throw her in there. But like, no, there's precedent for it. Um, outside of that, I'm not sure Gem World. Like, we can get. I'm curious about the Amethyst book. Upon hearing that, like, if they're gonna go mm-hmm. full on like Game of Thronesy, uh, yeah, or I mean, if they're gonna be more. I, I have no opinion know. on like, do I want an Amethyst book or not at this point. All all I have yeah. her in this 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 issue is one splash page of like revealing that she's there because she's got a sword yeah. up to I think it's Tim's neck but, or whatever it is. But yeah, but but we also see like she's not the princess because the leader in in the beginning I think is from the Amethyst Kingdom. 
right? So, um, and they're working for you know, there's a, a thing with with the opal and, and whatnot. So I love all the different uh, the, the the gem houses. In, in yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, it is very Game of Thrones. You can kind of see like mm. that trope that that gets used the different yeah. houses and, and whatnot. Um, but I'm curious. I'm like not curious, but I'm excited to see where it goes because why why was Connor on Gym World? It's this place of of magic. Yeah, I feel like just much like Bart was in the Speed Force, I feel like Connor was probably trapped in Gym World since maybe not even Flashpoint, maybe like maybe a previous crisis. <laughs> well, I'm I'm thinking that has to do with Mixtapidolic because when we first realized that Connor was missing and wasn't at all in in continuity was Superman Reborn when they redid the um, the origin. Yeah, maybe. You know, so I'm wondering if Mixtapidolic had kind of pulled him. Threw him over to Gem World. He's been over in Gem World since. Um, yeah, you know, I could see that. Because you can just chalk that up to Rebirth because he has been gone since Flashpoint. I'm not counting the New Fifty Two Superboy because that was just terrible. Like the uh, whole, it's, it's a different thing. Yeah, yeah, it's um, he's his own character. John Wayne Kent is not Connor Kent like at all. Um, but and he's in he's in the Metropolis Kid uniform. He has the spikes on the jacket which is totally weird um but it's connor it's my connor and i'm excited yeah look at that we, we, matt finally got connor kent back after all this time we got, we got wally we got connor we got bart Hun- 137 cassie. episodes we, yeah we, um, we didn't even touch on, on cassie and how she is yeah you you, you started deep diving into general i wasn't even finished yeah. talking about the actual yeah. the, the, the fight uh yeah. Because basically Cassie's reluctant to get into the fight in the first place, and then eventually like things are starting to look bad, like you know Robin and Jenny are getting their asses kicked a little bit, um, and you know there's that great thing at the the bottom of the the two page layout where she just puts her hands like across each other, um, and then the next page she's sort of like flying in there. I actually really like her design. I've seen like mixed opinions on her design in this or her outfit. I actually kind of like the uh, kind of the hoodie and yeah. shirt design. It, I it, do too. It feels more like a modern teenager look as opposed to like well, this, you know, Wonder Girl costume. Again, I don't, I don't, rem- I haven't read any Young Justice, but I remember reading Wizard and a lot, and they were really big on on Young Justice. And her costume when she first started was very much that. It was something she just pulled together hmm. out of her closet, you know. So if they want to play that up, I'm perfectly fine with that. Like, like you said, it looks like something a teenager. Yeah, we're just wearing. I'm actually digging the headphones wearing because she seems to always mm-hmm. have headphones on, and I, I was kind of yeah. just a, yeah, just yeah. a design choice. It, just, it was kind of working for me. It all kind of like, builds up to uh, to Bart kind of screaming, "Hey, hey, you know, it's happening!" And they all kind of question, "What are you talking about? What's happening?" And then you get the two page spread of him saying, "Young Justice is back," and then there's some meta jokes where he says, "Young Justice assemble," and everyone's like, "Wait, assemble uh-huh. what?" Like, no, 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 Young Justice United? No, not that yeah. either. No, that, that was a pretty good one. Yeah, so no, it was just it was mostly just a, a, an issue full of fan service moments and introdu- introducing the new characters very briefly, um, and some of the concepts we're going to be playing with, but it was very much here's a lot of big splash pages and action beats and here's the chemistry of the characters, but the actual intricacies of it, the actual what the hell's going on, we're going to be delving into that more uh, next issue. Uh, yeah. So going to be a month long wait for issue two, but that's kind of where we are Joe, at this point the amount of times i've heard you go oh it's just fan service to stuff mm-hmm. and this time you you just said oh it's an issue just that's just full of fan service and you, and 
you've been very I, see, I don't I didn't feel like it was fan service though like yes they're the references but this is very a clear story of where I, I'm just using be. the words that Pete literally just said you are but have I ever completed about that in the comic book why is it why is it fine to do full because, of because because when, when I when I because context is important here Connor here when I'm talking about fan service I'm talking about the, the crowd pleasing moments as characters return because we've, we've been waiting on proper Tim Drake Robin we've been waiting on Cass we've been waiting on Bart all these things um what you're bringing up is when I chastise Rogue One for just little fan service moments because not not just Rogue One right but here's the thing Rogue One. It's a really mediocre story that is propped up with all these little fan service things throughout. This is chapter one of a story. Like this is just part of it. This this is the bombastic entrance before we get to everything else. I don't think they're that comparable. Um, I do. Fans fan service isn't inherently a bad thing. It's how it's used and how much of it there is. And is it relying solely on fan service? I would say this first issue is to a point relying on fan service. But it's, everything you've kind of said feels like it mostly is. But it's it's not but it's not trying to like take take your attention away from anything else it's clearly that's what it is that that, that is the, the the whole issue is here is your big smell in your face because all these things are back um whereas fan service that i don't like is when everything else isn't working and you try to make it passable because there's fan service to cover it up mm-hmm all right I think that was a solid answer. You're going to give me a little snide. Oh, okay, fine. No, I'm, I'm, just, I'm not pushing it. No, I, I can hear the tone. I can hear it in your voice. Good. But you're wrong. It's fine. Um, Matt, why are you looking so busy with yourself? No, I'm just, go, I'm just, I'm just going back over. I'm letting you two argue. <laughs> so, because I don't... I don't care, because I don't feel like this is the fan service. I don't have an issue with fan service. In, in Star Wars either, so I'm just playing Switzerland here. <laughs> no, that's, that's so. why I didn't name this at Matt, because I know Pete yeah. has, has on numerous occasions been very against yeah. fan service. I've been against uses of fan service. Fan service in, in and of itself isn't inherently always bad. You always... Also... You usually say it is when it's the, 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 the main thing that's there, which said feels like that's kind of what it is for this well, issue give me some other examples give me some other, i can only think of rogue one what are the other examples where i've said uh, this about there was definitely some other ones that we've, we've spoken about over the past couple of years which you can't name any of i'll they'll come back to me i'm gonna butt in with something later it'll, it'll pop so, in my head also uh just <laughs> looking back through young justice the yes. beginning who seems like it's going to be the villain was born on earth yes and in, in, in the gem world so it's not someone from gem world like a yeah, and I didn't recognize them because they take their hood off at one point. Because I, I thought the whole point of the hood was that it was going to be like, oh, it's actually this person that we know. And yeah. I didn't recognize them. So uh, uh, After the research, uh, maybe it's more Drew. You know, like, no, that's how we're going to we're gonna get there. Mm. Um, I don't know. So, but I'm very excited where this goes. I'm excited for all the Wonder Comic books. I'm going to try them all out. I don't necessarily know if I'm going to read them all uh, month to month uh, because mm. that's hard. I have a lot of other stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, obviously we're going to try them. Um, yeah. There's previews from the Omi at the back of uh, all the issues this week, yeah. um, and that's coming uh, later this month. Uh, the others are coming later. Although the other two are actually minis, I believe. Um, yeah. So, um, was Naomi a, a mini? Because that's what we had to preview. No, I think mind. the Omi's the ongoing. Uh, the other two okay. are the minis, though. Um, at least I think it is. Honestly, even though it feels like you look at it and you think oh, that maybe it is just a mini because it just it feels like a, you know yeah. a new character. It probably should be not not in terms of yeah. you know that wasn't an anti Bendis thing. Just in terms of no. introduce the new character, let's test the waters with Naomi the is goes, the most right. 
stupendous thing about this. It, it's it's a new character on his own playing yeah. in the sandbox. So yeah, so so I'm curious that there's definitely implications that at least Bart and Tim have been in communication before this yep. issue, um, and we'll get that explained as it goes on. Um, because if if Ben just tried to sell me that they just know who each other are, as if continuity is just kind of like not what it is, um, I'd criticize it. But it, it it's clearly setting up that no 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 they have been in contact like presumably after Bart got out of the speed force and Tim was doing his soul search and they kind of ran to each other and it's already been a thing so yeah. um, and they and they try to get Cassie and she wasn't no part of it but it's almost like the fates have intervened mm. so yeah yeah, yeah Cassie's very reluctant at first um and yeah. you know Tim's like, oh we'll talk about this later again implying there's some history here that we've not dived into yet yeah. uh or dove into yet to speak English correctly um so no it's, it's very good it's very good um i'm excited for issue two um and i'm still amused that connor can't enjoy the return of all these characters that he likes mm-hmm. it's very funny <laughs> matt what do you give it out of 10 that's a nine I come out the attack yeah i agree it's the nine out of ten that was a really good issue mm-hmm. really good issue so some wonky like wait how is this happening but there's clear implications of it being delved into later so that's okay uh all right so that's young justice issue one that'll take us on to batman issue 62 tom king writing mitch gerrard's on the art this is the second of the nightmares arc which is kind of an arc it's kind of basically six standalone kind of stories um which is having a break in the middle for the 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 flash crossover uh, but this is two of six in terms of these standalone stories. This one is Batman, who seems to have been held captive by Professor Pig, although things might not be quite what they seem. Um, and th- th- this one acknowledges the cliffhanger from issue 60 a lot more than the last one did. Where Batman starts to remember that that seemed... He's like, oh wait, didn't that happen? Yeah, that's, that's how I got here. How did I get here? Which um, imp- I'm just going to say, I have no idea what's going on anymore. Uh, that's that's fair. Um, I'm assuming that this is either hallucination or, um, you know, uh, what, what do you call it? Uh, Flashpoint Batman uh, is either drugged him or is a scarecrow toxin involved. I have no idea. Something something's doing something to him, um, and this is kind of like a, a scenario in his head that he's because because the whole thing's told from obviously comic narration is very normal like for the character mm-hmm. to be narrating what they're doing, but it's. It's first person. Yeah, this Bruce. one's very specific where he's like, you even hear his doubts, where he's, he's kind of like thinking his thought process. It's a lot more specific yep. than normal. Um, as he's trying to like unhook himself. It's very Texas Chainsaw. He's kind of up on a hook and then he's trying to like get out. Yep. And he's, he's having like knife fights with Professor Pig, uh, who I'm delighted to see again, honestly. I, I like Professor yes. Pig a lot. Uh, and Mitch Gerard's art's very good. Uh, surprisingly, also, no one. Also, the, I, I never picked up on the Pygmalion and Professor Pig. Mm. I don't know if that was intentional on Morrison's part. But that's kind of what he always tries to do is try to make him make I, them his beauties. Knowing Grant Morrison, I'm pretty sure it was intentional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I'm pretty uh, sure it was that, intentional. But, uh, Connor, was this the issue that you said um, Garrett's was going to try some new, new coloring stuff? techniques? Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I feel this is kind of what what Snyder wanted the colors to do on on witches, but this that. actually pulled it off. Yeah, it has this this disorientated feel to it. 
Yeah. It's, it feels like it's just not quite real. It's, it's out of sync with reality almost. It has yeah, that kind yeah, of feel yeah. to it. Mm. Uh, but there's, there's like the layover of the colors, and they're all. It makes everything kind of blurry and murky, and it really worked. Like mm. that's there, there part of the issue that it reminded me of. You know, the old 3D, the blue and red 3D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind without, of remind me of that points. Yeah, without the it looking shit like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I didn't yeah. mean that as a criticism, yeah. just the, the effect that it was giving. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's almost but, like Batman's in a daze, and you can you get that effect from all the art, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but so so you know after Wednesday, Connor happened to mention that he's got opinions on this. So mm-hmm. me and Matt have came prepared for a nice ten minute tirade. We're going to settle in and let Connor because I assume this is going to be absurdly negative. Uh, well, I hate this issue. I'm, I'm sure. I'm not surprised. I, I hate everything except the art. <laughs> um, I, do tell. I, <laughs> here we go just just let I, me go i genuinely hated this from the first page because wow. i i can't stand this narration i think this narration is hideously bad and it's the least batman thing that king has done yet is no. that it's it's too far into batman's head to a point where it stops working for me so while while i agree to parts i don't go as far because I like the narration. I like the I narration as well. I don't like the events of this. Like I don't, and a lot of it comes from lack of context and clarity. Mm. But yeah, it's not too. I feel like I feel like the narration here is Batman desperate because he doesn't know where he is. So this is not his normal thought process. Yeah, there's, jo- jo- there's just there's points that I really hate in terms of the the way the narration is written. Though. There's a bit where he uh, you know he gets off the hook. And pig stabs him, and he's like, he goes, "No, you fool! You assumed to be scared." And then, uh, and then there's a in brackets, you know, and then there's a bit, you know, why are you scared? I'm like, oh, I hate all of this. The the, the extra narration, internal, the extra internal narration on the internal narration. Oh no. Yeah, see, and that, that's why I agree. It goes a little bit too far, but just, most of it did work for me up until the end, and then I'm just like. Yeah, the, the 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 narration for me was fine. I was into the narration. I, I think there's some critiques to have with this issue. Um, well, not even so much this issue specifically. Bizarrely, I like this is a very, of course, abstract issue. It's very kind of like, all right, David Lynch almost, where like you have to try kind of interpret it, what's going on, kind of thing. Yeah. And I give King a lot of credit for trying new stuff in a book like Batman. Yeah. You know. Here, here's so. so here's the thing though, like. I think the biggest problem with this arc, this Nightmares arc, now, they, they could obviously prove us wrong with any of the next four issues of this, right? Obviously, it's not the next four issues of Batman because it's taking a break for two. They could t- they could prove us wrong and kind of like justify why these things need to be here. But we left off in that big cliffhanger with, uh, with you know, Flashpoint Batman. You know, you know, you come, you know mm-hmm. Bruce comes out of the cave, Alfred's there, and you know, he's like, oh, it's your father, and you know, he's like, that, that's where we left off, right? Big cliffhanger. And... Mm. I was really loving the stuff right before that. I think the build up to that was really good. I love Cold Days. I loved the um, the you know Granite Fight Bane because um, that was stuff where Connor wasn't necessarily loving it either. But I was like, yeah. I was adamantly defending I, that because I loved that stuff. I, I have never been as down on the book as this these last couple of issues. My one of my favorite moments was was Gordon going and smashing the bat signal. Mm. Like that was to show you just how low Batman has gone mentally since yeah. the lack of the wedding. You know, so um, here, here's yeah. the thing. I liked this a little bit more when I read it again today, um, because 
it's, it's almost that thing where like going into it a second time I, okay i know what it is now i don't have to like be disappointed that it's not like advancing the plot <laughs> i can just take it for for what it is um i do think it's an issue we're getting six cities before we get back to the the main plot though i, th- I think that's a problem do you know th- this is the first time where i've gone i don't actually want to read the next issue <laughs> not obviously not the next you know the next issue's crossover right well, is that the next, is that the next issue? Is that the one after? No, I, I think there's two more. Now. Or is it one more than the crossover? Is it next month's the it's crossover? One, yeah, it's one more than February's the crossover issues. Right. So, yeah. I was like, I don't know, I don't actually want to read it. Like, And, and I've, as bad as, you know, as, whenever I've had problems with this book, I've never been at a point where I was, where I even considered for a second quitting reading the book. Yeah, I, I don't, no, uh, this is not my biggest issue for me by a long shot. Uh, I, I I think the the Ivy arc. I think the the two part Wonder Woman story are, are, are weaker points for me. Yeah, this is is a weird issue, but at least some of the the the, the internal kind of uh, themes of it are ringing true for me. The the, the idea of like, if you go back to Pig a Million and the idea of like loving your creation and how that relates to Batman here, where you know he created the Robins, he created his Bat family. And he he fell in love with his creation. He fell in love with Selina, and he, he proposed to her. It's probably the best page of the book is where he really kind of yeah. cuts to the chase with what he's thinking about. Yep. Um, and he, he talks about, and he never quite says it, but it's like it all kind of blew up in his face. Dick got shot. Selina said no. His entire world that he thought he had yep. control over crumbling. And I think that's you know if you go into Pig a Million, I, th- I think you're thinking about if you created something, you feel that like you have control over it. And Batman's always been someone who's about control. And it's the yeah. idea that even in his like emotions, even when it comes to his personal life, even if he doesn't consciously think about it this way, the f- the idea of him losing control over it and it all like crumbling because he doesn't mm-hmm. control it because he can't control it. It's well, that's his biggest fear. Yeah, it's, it's kind of what's hitting him here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the the ending where Professor Pig takes off the mask and it's Damien. Uh, my interpretation of that is that he's scared of what he's making Damien become as a father because of what Thomas has made him. Okay, but or, why use pig though? Does it tie back into Morrison? Because they were both Morrison creations. Uh, like, I think it's more for the pig a million puns and referencing yeah. that we can do. <laughs> That's my best answer for you. I just I don't know. Like maybe maybe it ties into thematically because what you said with because with how pig ties into the pig a million where he he tries like, to create you know he has these creations he falls in love he's all about you know perfecting his craft. I just, yeah, so without the context, again, I find it real hard to to get a beat on this because it was, to me, it was a painful read. Like, hmm. just with, with, you know, the art was fine. Like, but yeah, and I, but I think that's what they were going for. So it's very up in the air if I liked it or not. Like, I um, you know. I, I do want to give Garrett shit for one thing. And uh, this is, this is really a stupid thing. And. I don't really, uh, yeah, and it's not an actual art criticism. It's he has given Zack Snyder fans a platform again. With that what crazy bastard? Because uh, the Batarang, he used the Zack Snyder BVS oh. design of the Batarang, and don't get me wrong, it looks fine. It's not a problem. Even in that movie, that was never a problem, right? <laughs> but it's given the it's given the fans that they're, they're all freshly out on Twitter with their pitchforks going, see, people love Snyder versions i saw none of this this is oh really oh, i was all over my twitter this week that, honestly that feels kind of petty for you to complain about this to be honest no, i know <laughs> i, I I'm, I'm complaining about them blowing up my twitter feed because i 
sick of seeing it. I'm not really angry at Gerrard's. Because, <laughs> like I said, the design is actually fine. I have no problem with it. It's, and, and it's well drawn. So, I, I think we're in a tr- prob- problematic arc of Batman. And we've had problematic arcs before. The weird thing here is we know it's going to be four more, well, I mean, eight more issues technically, but four more issues of this specifically before we, we get back to, to the main ongoing plot. Yeah, I think, is this it now till... We got another arc before, the, before after this before seventy five. This is up to like sixty nine, isn't it? I think this. Yeah, this, so we'd have to. Yeah, it's another arc. That's six. Yeah, so that'd be another arc. Um, so, so I was trying to look at the context. If if we look at the the that the Bruce Wayne kid who has Thomas and Martha mm. under his, his eyes, and then we look at at Damien, and it's it's almost like he's afraid. Like like Pete was hitting at, he's afraid of what Damien has become, right? Because if you look at just how bad Bruce could have turned out, but didn't, because that that's the the one kid character from the last issue, and everything's through his point of view. And then this one where he takes off Pig's mask and it ends up being Damien. Do you know what I think would have made this better? Like no, seriously, is if Damien had had any sort of presence in this run yeah. whatsoever. Yeah, really. The last time we saw him was when Bane hung him from a, a thing with the other Robins. Yeah, no, it was wasn't. I, I, no, it wasn't. It was, was it the was, last time we saw him. No, it was when Batman went off to Catwoman to see Talia, and the Robins were all tying around together. Oh yeah, that was much yeah, more recent. But, okay, that was he, Damien. He's not, he's not had a, a real presence in the book, which yeah. was never a problem. Because okay, fine, Robin, you know, Damien or Robin, any Robin isn't really part of this story. But if Pete's hitting on like if this is about fatherhood and about Thomas and like. You know what I mean? Then of course you would use the actual natural side, not the ones that he adopted. No, uh, you would, and and I'd, I'd have a similar problem with any of the other uh, robins being used here, though. In that, there's no context for any of those robins in this run. It's like, oh yeah, I suppose we should use it, one of those. That's I almost look, now taking what Connor was saying, I almost wish it was it was Dick, because it's this this thing that he created is what got Dick shot, and that would almost make more sense. That would make more sense. You know what I mean? That's his first kid. You know, it's the one he put the time and effort into and why he left KG Beast out to die. You know what I mean? Whereas Damien just kind of showed up and was like, yeah, I'm your kid. And he's like, this can't be true. Oh, wait, it is true. And I'll take him under, you know? Kind of sums it up, yeah. Yeah, right? Like... I think, do you know what the weird thing about this issue is? I think if it was just one issue of this, it'd be fine. And it wouldn't wouldn't be a big deal. I mean, I would still personally not I just, like the narration but the, that's the, fine. the, 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 yeah. the, the, the lack of context would probably but ha- having six standalone issues like this back to back you know right after a big cliffhanger feels really weird it feels like we're just like yeah. delaying before we get back to the proper because now I assume we're 70 through 74 are going to be the fallout from that cliffhanger properly and then yeah. 75 is this new uh, kicking mm. off this new event so uh, yeah, it feels like a really long time to wait to get uh, the resolution. And, and I didn't hate this issue. Like those things about it, I like, um, especially when I read it again. But it it does feel kind of weird. Like obviously, like we have double shipping, and that helps with things like this, where you have an issue that's a bit of a tangent because it feels, oh, well, you get the next issue and it's fine. Um, you know, the pacing still feels decent that the, way. The problem is, you know, that the next issue is is one of these as well. Yeah. Um, and, and do we know what? what the next one is about like we knew I this can... one was pig well i'm sure it'll Probably. be on the solicits 
Yeah, let me just go to Comixology yeah. and uh, uh, see what they say. Yeah, uh, I, can, I can never... I mean, I don't necessarily read all the solicits anyway, but like, I, I can't usually remember. don't. I, may, I maybe skim the first issue of an arc, or if I'm aware there's something notable. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm. Um, I have a problem with doing some cryptic issues here or there. Um, yeah, me either. I just, I just feel though, like this is a little bit too far in that, so, that direction. Uh, sixty-three is going to be to do with Constantine. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's, uh, yeah, uh, strange goings on in the dark alleys of Gotham. Mysteries that will require a different skill set than the Kid Crusaders. Uh, John Constantine is a person with just those skills, but after the events of the Witching Hour, is Constantine in any condition to help the Dark Knight? Yeah, they, I mean, I, I think we have to just take the title of this literally. It's nightmares. They're literally. Yeah. Not, I mean, not, not that they're not being induced in some way, perhaps, but clearly these are all just worst case scenarios in Bruce's head. At least we get Janin next issue. Oh, that's yeah. nice. I like Janin. Yeah. And Janin did do a great Constantine. So. Also, Janin just, does a great everything, to be fair. For the record, I believe it's actually Janin. That's how you pronounce it. God damn it. I said that way back near the start of this podcast, and it's... you guys went, no, it's not. It's Tinian and it's Janin, and I'm not budging. You're, you're a pair of pricks. Because I was saying it right, and you both shot me down. You went, no, it's not that. It's, it's hard, right? Jay. Connor, Connor, see this face? This face that doesn't care. Yes, all no right? one cares. It's fine. I don't. We don't all know what we're talking about. <laughs> oh, God, I just saw those crossover issues. It's March on art. Ugh. Oh, is it? Okay. That's, that's just what I'm upset about. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, it just happened to be there, and I'm like, yeah. well, yeah. So, so what are so what are we rating this one? I know Connor's gonna be like super low. Like, uh, I will tell you, any points I do give will be just for the art, because mm-hmm. the art's pretty good. I got, I got nothing to, yeah, other than my stupid nitpick that about the, the Baron, which isn't really a nitpick. Uh, I actually have nothing to com- to complain about the art at any stage. It's fantastic. Okay. So, so it's a three. <laughs> oh, so now we know that if you have fantastic art, you're still only getting three points out of. Well, no, no, no. See, if if you have fantastic art and a mediocre issue, you can get higher than that quite comfortably. I, I will give you. Oh, you you can get a seven based on just fantastic art if the story is inoffensive, but when it makes me angry and I hated reading it, that drags it back down. Matt. <laughs> yeah. So this is a five point five. Because, like, the art really does the heavy lifting. But I had it at a five, but I gave it over the conversation we had. Um, I, I bumped it up a half a point. Yeah, I think... I'm probably going to go with 6.5. Like, I liked it more than you guys, a, a, more than Matt a little bit. A lot more than Connor. Um, yeah. I think what it needed was just a little bit of context at the end. Like, see if we just cut to like, yep. what was actually... See, if we cut to, like, him actually lying in a table somewhere... And just yeah. got a little bit of context that said, here's what's kind of happening in I the real world. I think you'll probably get that at the end of 69 now, yeah, at the probably, end of this arc, yeah. leading into, you know, the, the, the immediate just aftermath. give me a breadcrumb. Give me a breadcrumb to give me some, some kind of idea of what's going yeah. on. It's maybe just, like, it's not even so much the abstract way in which the story is told. It's just, it's so abstract in terms of context that it could use just a little bit more to kind of, to kind of set it in place. Um, I kind of like what what the, the torture Batman's going through in his head. It's just that the actual 
uh, story of how that is how it's happening in this issue is just a little bit random and kind of whatever. Because I, I like some stuff. I, I liked him like you know like you know getting stabbed and be like, "Ha!" He gave up his weapon and then he throws a knife at him, but hits him. You know, handle first. You know, little things like that were fun. But mm-hmm. you know, um, I still thought it was an easy enough read, though. I I, I, I wouldn't necessarily agree with that it was a difficult to read, but oh, no, I didn't think it was difficult to read. It was it's a lack of context and. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that that is that's Batman. Uh, ever divisive. Um, although this one it was maybe more, more more leaning towards negative in general, I suppose. But um, all right. Next up, we have Justice League issue fifteen. James Tynion in the fourth and Scott Snyder. Which at this point, like, it's basically a co co run by the yeah, two of them at this point. It is. I'm okay with that though. Like, I, like? I feel like there's been so many random issues that have either been by Tynan or co-written by Tynan that at this point it's like. Yeah, because it was always the um, the the Legion of Doom issues. That was, Pans, that was right? supposed to yeah. be. That was supposed to be. That was that was so okay. It was it wasn't a co-book, but he was doing those, and now it kind of it slipped into. Well, I mean, I guess that's a Tynan issue. Guess this one is yeah. too. So, yeah, we got Steven Segovia and Jim Chung on the art. Uh, basically, it split up like it was last time, where Jim Chung did the first and last couple pages where it was yep. on Earth with Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman with, uh, with Starman. Starman. Uh, yeah. And then Segovia does all the stuff on I, Thunder uh, Prime. I do appreciate the neat splitting, though, like in terms of, no, yeah. different planets, different artists. Yeah. I, I, I love, yeah. though, Chung's not that fast. Okay, we'll have an excuse for him to just do four pages per issue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Like, Very good I, four I, pages, like though. Uh, it was okay. Um, um, so, so, oh, hey, really good. I was gonna say sometimes these faces get a little bit JRJR, just a little bit. They do a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I, I can, I a can see that. Little esque. Yeah. Big forehead. Do you know what it is? It's it's the um. I can tell you exactly what it is that gives that impression. It's the the cross hatching around the jaws, and oh. all the the lines across the cheeks. Mm-hmm. That's what gives it the the the, the illusion that it's JRJR. But uh, yeah, so prefer to JRJR. So John, John, and that's funny to say, John and John, 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 and Kendra on Thanagar Prime. Uh, they seem to be captured by Shiara and Katar at the end of last issue. But you know, plot twist: John gave them a psychic illusion, so that they thought that they I, were attacking them. I love that opening panel on Thanagar of uh, you know Katar about you know about to smash Kendra with the the mace. Mm-hmm. It just looks so good. To, to cut to that, I'm like, yeah. Well, and I had a, I had a double read because I was, I was like, wait, why, why did her helmet change? Because then you turn the page, mm. and the helmet, and then you realize, oh no, wait, that's a wingman. Yeah. And yeah, that was that was a nice little, nice little sleight of hand. Yeah. Uh, there. Um, our team, the plot of this issue is basically okay. Where, where's um, what do we call it? The, the keep. The this Martian is basically keep. going into Gringotts and fighting the dragon. Uh, in, in, in the seventh Harry Potter movie. Oh yeah, I totally get that reference. But yeah, so there's a there's a vault. There's a vault um, where Thanagar Prime has like the, the best vault in the, the universe, the galaxy, whatever. Yep. And yep. it's so secretive, you have to apply for it in advance. We have Dominators try to like sneak in some big chunk of kryptonite <laughs> for for later. Yeah, because they wanna they wanna see how the kryptonite would react to the double suns yeah. uh, around Thanagar Prime. Which and I was like, wow. Oh, it's interesting, but which is used by John because John essentially makes the kryptonite out of a construct, and they're hiding inside it, which I thought was a delightful little, you know, fun moment. Um, yeah. Well, because they didn't know how they're going to get in, because everybody like they can check for shapeshifters. Like they, this isn't like an average like 
breaking and entering, you know, like, and again, that's where it made me think of Gringotts and Harry Potter. It's like, no, no, this is above and beyond. Yeah, exactly. You're not, if you get in, that doesn't mean you're ever getting out. It's one of those type of things. I love the, uh, the the entrance with the massive hawk above it. Uh, That was a fantastic page. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Uh, so they get in and they bust out, and then eventually, because the Green Lanterns have a, have a you know a treaty or whatever with Thanagar Prime, Kilowog and some of the core show up and actually on the side of Thanagar Prime trying to arrest John. Uh, yep. So that's all going on fighting wise. Kendra's fighting as well. When John finally gets to the Martian Keep himself, and we learn that they're basically storing Thanagar Prime's history in the head of the Martian Keep, as well as using the Martian Keep to have the illusion. Uh, that Thanagar Prime's in much better shape and condition than it actually is. They want to give this yeah. presentation of, no, things are okay. That That's why we have a Katarna Shiara. It's not that they're actually there, it's that that's what's been presented yeah. by the Martian Keep. Yeah, which they hinted at that beginning when John when John tried to to read Katara to see what was going on, and mm. it was like a blank slate. It's like, it's like there's nobody there. Yeah, um, yeah. But it makes it made me wonder if uh, if the Green Lanterns are real or as well, or if that's part of this project. Uh, yeah. yeah, could be. But yeah, and and oh man, I really love this issue. This was a, yeah, this a lot is a great fun. issue. I thought it was good. Um, I don't know if I'd say I loved it, but it was good. Yeah, I, I liked it a lot. It, you know, them breaking in in that way, and you're following the Dominators down. And you're like, man, the Dominators are creepy looking. Yeah, like, the Dominators are pretty yeah. cool. I mean, I thought the art yeah. was was good, but not exceptional. Because Segovia is a you know a good workhorse, but he's not yeah. someone that I get. I I actually for. really like Segovia. I think it's to Me do too. with the. I don't know who's doing his his colors here. If it's doing himself, but uh, I think it's the colors that really make his work pop in this issue. That, know, that gleam to them. I have to admit, halfway through this issue, I was thinking, man, when's Jimenez coming back? <laughs> because um, Tommy Moreau, uh, Tommy Murray probably did the the Chung stuff. I think that's it. His so uh, will. Quintana. Uh, it's colors, I think, for Segovia's stuff, and uh, I think it's an excellent job. The it's the really clean, vibrant look that makes it pop, but the the shadows have real depth to them. Um, uh, I'm really into the art, art here. Oh, it was okay. Like I don't know, it just seems like kind of dependable, but not amazing to me. Oh, fair enough. Um, but. Yeah, so it's called the Absorbicon. I was trying to remember the name of what they have the Martian Keep hooked into. Mm. Um, and that's what's causing all of them to see. And it um, might be tied to the totality, right? I'm going back over. Uh, well, they mentioned the totality is affecting the nth metal. The nth metal can... Um... That's that's what it was. Yeah, because yeah. because it's, the source ball is broken becoming... down, the nth metal is yeah. becoming more powerful and more like yeah. potent and whatever. Uh, um, so... And that there was a multiverse before is the the final reveal. Yeah, that was a big which thing. Which leads us back to to Starman. Yeah, which uh, is the coming of this person from this previous multiverse. Uh, Perpetua. Perpetua, yes, which was teased in one of the other Titan issues, uh, one of the Legion of Doom issues. Well, that, that was the person. Yeah, that was in uh, in the totality when when mm. Luther got it. You know, we saw the figure of a woman. So yeah. this was. I'm really into this. Yeah, yeah me too. This, now, now we're back on for for as as fun that Drowned Earth was and just kind of meandering. This is what I signed up for Justice League for with stuff like yeah, this. Yeah, Drowned Earth felt a little bit like we we needed to leave Aquaman in a different place for the new book, and mm-hmm. also we need to just maybe kill a few issues of time, like for whatever yeah. reason their schedules. Um, but yeah, 
Right. This is definitely back on the right track. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not as positive about it as you two are. I mean, I liked it, but, you know, it's just not, like, setting my world on fire. This is kind of dependable. <laughs> this is kind of, kind of where I feel on it. Yeah. Um, all right, then. What, what are you giving it? Go, Connor, he first. Uh, okay, fine. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll give it an 8.5. Matt keeps deflecting. Right, me? Yeah, me too. 8.5. Uh, I'm going to give it Well, a... I like Connor to go first, so if he lowballs a score, then I can come in and it, it uh, you know what I mean? But he didn't do it this time. So. No, I'm going to give it a 7. Yeah, I think it's a solid 7. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. No, I think it's good. I, I, I just, um, I don't know. I, I, I think it's solid, but not amazing. He's channeling his me this time. It, well, Apparently no, so. it's me, me and Connor are predisposed to like the Hawks. It's had a lot of Hawks stuff in it. And, yeah. you know, I think Pete's me, not... I mean, I know I clearly enjoyed the art more than Pete. I don't know about you, man. Uh, no, I did too. I like Segovia a lot as well. No, yeah. I like Segovia. You're solid. right about the colors. The it's colors just pops. Jimenez was way better. <laughs> and that's what I think oh, of. And I think it's very Jimenez good as well. But uh, I'm really digging Segovia stuff here. Uh, I, like, I know, like, you know, there, there are definitely some artists where I'm like, yeah, they're pretty good. They're dependable, right? Yeah. Um, Segovia, I probably would have if you'd asked me. Said, yeah, he's in that category, but for some reason, uh, the, his work on these last couple of issues is really uh, above that for me. I, I think I think the the art in here is better when it comes to landscapes and like buildings and things like that is it, than it is with like faces and stuff. I think the faces feel pretty. I, I don't want to say simple because that <laughs> that sounds way harsher than I mean it to be. Just not as expressive as as when I'm really impressed with art. I guess that's what I'm saying. Fair enough. Because um, the best panel of the book is probably that that shot of the the, the you know the, the vault, the big pyramid. That's a cool. gorgeous page. Well, yeah. I like all the aliens too that are there going through. Like, mm. felt very much like a heist movie where this is they're setting up the geography. Yeah. Stakes. So, and I yeah. like that a lot. Um. So yeah, uh, Perpetua's on on our way. So we'll see see how that goes. That'll take us on to the Green Lantern issue three, Grant Morrison and Liam Sharp. Uh, on this book um yeah um so i saw on twitter just you know the reaction in general on wednesday thursday kind of time that everyone was kind of saying this was the best issue of the three yet um and that the final page was a was a, a doozy what was setting up for things um so carl's been liking this the most by far so yeah interestingly the final page is, is is maybe where I'm conflicted the most on this book, where I'm like, oh, I don't know if I like this. Oh, The rest of this issue, I am so into. Interesting. How did you feel about this issue in general, Matt? Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> I'm pulling the bus stop. This is where I get off. This, this is yeah. what I want from Morrison. Yeah, see, that's fine, but that's not what I want. Like, I wanted him to get back to, to Space Cop. I just should have chose my words carefully, because this is a monkey paw. It's like, yeah, how's it going to go back to being a space cop? But it's going to be Morrison space cop. <laughs> and then that monkey paw thing. Went... <laughs> as, as the front cover puts it, he tries <laughs> to arrest God. Yeah. And he, I'm tries, just like... <laughs> he tries to arrest God. And the analogy that this story is for is so like, like, there's no subtlety to this issue. No, there's no nuance. No, there's no, no so I'm not going to pretend there's subtlety. It's, it's just, it is what it is. Um, and I was kind of alluding to this earlier, but I I need another Green Lantern book. Like I'm fine with this existing, and I'm I'm not going to jump off like Matt. I'm happy to keep reading it just to see what's going on. I, I don't you know I don't hear it, but I need a like a proper Green Lantern book. 
alongside it. Yeah, there I, I would, said. No, I, no, I'm loving this book. I want a classic Green Lantern book alongside it as well. Like clearly, as as I discussed like, I just, earlier, indicated this to 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 cancel Green Lantern so this can be the only book angers me now mm-hmm. because you could have them concurrent. You know, totally could have both. Yeah, uh, yeah. there's no there, reason. There, there's no that. reason that this had to be the only book other yeah. than Morrison being like, well, I need it to be by itself so it stands out as the Green Lantern book. Because we're going to add yep. the to the title. So you know? the, the, the plot of this then, uh, last issue ended with Earth being, you know, kidnapped, basically. And mm-hmm. it's been auctioned off and this godlike figure comes in and, and buys it. Yeah, I love how it's like Apocalypse and the Dominators are bidding for yeah. Earth. That's two, um, that's two Dominators appearances this week. I just want to yeah. point that out. It's Thanos. <laughs> Thanos is there. That's clearly Liam Sharp drawing Thanos. What? Where? Well, I will show you. Let me get there. Where is it? I need to go and see this now. This is one of the auction pages, I assume. Yep. He's at the bottom where it says Slave Lords of the Stars. He is uh, next to the guy with the burning eyes. Oh, 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 on the first page. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. That's clearly Thanos. The title page, the bottom panel. The title page. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, he looks Thanos-y. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll give it. That cracked me up. Um, And then it looked like, too, the Breaking News guy looked like Glorious Godfrey that we had seen in Morrison. Or not Morrison. Um, God, this book has messed up my brain. Um, Tom King's and Mr. Miracle. Hmm. Um. It, that 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 version of him where he was the newscaster, you know, uh, yeah. where it looked like. Um, but yeah, sharp art I think looks great. Like it was giving me shades of of Brave and the Bold again, which I really enjoyed. Um, but just this, the stuff that it's doing, and you know, just not interested sharp, in in GL. Sharp God. art is good throughout this. Whenever it gets to the stuff with the the God figure, I think yeah. it's phenomenal. Yep. It goes up to that next level, yeah. Because um, that where he's standing there with, with the, all the planets. All the world's, yeah, yeah, that's the best. That, that's the best page in the issue is when he's standing and he's like domain with all his planets. That yeah. is a gorgeous image. So, so it turns out this god figure is actually a planet eater who likes to fatten the world up before it eventually eats them. And where it gets really, because it already mentions that the Earth is kind of, because when he, when they're auctioning off the planet, like people are compl- the aliens are complaining. Oh, but they've already ruined the planet this amount. Yeah. So obviously that's kind of obvious, but. Later on, um, basically, you know, Hal's trying to tell the people of Earth, no, don't, don't, don't agree to, li-, which this is one of these like large concept things that really bugs me in comics, where, like, so this is in continuity, and the entire planet's been kidnapped, and the people of Earth know it's been kidnapped. There's, there's like a brief bit where it says, oh, the on like, news, there's like, oh, the tides have all changed, and everything, you know, all these wacky things are happening because we're not in like our, our regular rotation or out of orbit. our orbit. Yeah, and. I'm like, okay, fine. That's just fine if you want to do like a whole big story about this. But it feels like it's going to be such a throwaway thing that's never going to be mentioned in any other book. <laughs> that it kind yeah. of bugs me. As, as far as I'm concerned, this is out of continuity. It's the same with uh, like Drowned Earth, which I enjoy Drowned Earth, but it also yeah. kind of bugs me that everyone Earth get turned into a fish for like a week. Yeah. You know, like just just when I think about it, like everyone yeah. Earth get turned into a fish. Yeah. I got turned into an octopus. It was weird. <laughs> no, I, I can't argue with this. That is, it is such a weird thing, but it's one of those that also is so common that I just kind of roll with it. Yeah, it just like, it bugs like, me. Like, you know, like, 
Drowned Earth, we didn't really question it, right? It's it's clearly in continuity. Yeah, clearly yeah. affected the whole world. But yeah, whatever. But this, so this, so I was like, there's out of continuity, and then there's the this. This is like the, po- the point I'm getting the to street. though that is that uh, people on Earth basically like Hal tells them. He's just fattening you up because he eventually wants to eat Earth and kill everyone, but it'll take like a while. It'll take maybe a couple of generations. It'll be your great grandkids. Are you willing to sacrifice your great grandkids' future so that you can have immediate gain? And you know the guy's like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that sounds yeah. all right. Which I love. That was that's an idiocracy moment. Yeah, like, yeah. And yeah. I, I I love the bit of the the the, the shepherd. I think that was his name. Mm. Um, yeah. going. Hey, hey, hey! They, you know, the, 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 the inhabitants of Earth agreed to this, and Hal's like, "What? Come on!" And he goes, "I mean, I, I spoke to all those insects and and and, and bacteria, and, and they they're all quite happy for it." And Hal's like, "They don't count." <laughs> so why not? Yeah, yeah, you're all just as small to me. So the big the big ending though is that Hal like, kills one of the suspects. Like he he goes full evil or corrupt cop. Yeah. Presumably being influenced by something, or presumably this isn't really Hal, because we know we know yeah. the uh, the bad guys kidnapped the other one. Uh, what do we call him? Yeah. Thingy they're, Hal. They're not dark stars, but they're yeah, yeah. Black, black stars. stars. Black stars. Yes. Black stars. Yeah. Yes. They've, they've got the antimatter lantern, who does look like Hal. I don't know if they've repurposed them, and the, the, this at the end yeah. here isn't really Hal. I don't know. Yeah, could be. I guess he's to be. Yeah, made. You guys have to let me know, because. I, no, I've not I, read I, Green Lantern before. So. This this is one of those moments that I'm not angry. It's one of those. Oh, it's a comics cliffhanger, right? Yeah. Where am I? I don't know if that really happened or not because it it's so unhal for him to just kill someone. Because hey, you're sorry. It was self defense, right? And you know, clearly yeah, clearly, it wasn't like right. It's he's angry. He's like, it was self defense. That's what you're going to tell the guardians. That's how it came off. That, that, to me. That's the point. Uh, is that it isn't out of character and it's meant to be a cliffhanger. It's just kind of like, eh, whatever. Like, I, I just... it's it's easily my least favorite moment of this of this issue. I, um, this is the this is one of the first things I read this week, and I totally forgot about the ending I, because I, of all the other bad shit stuff that happened. So I will give it credit for being the most straightforward issue. Not so much that I I think comics should always be more straightforward. I just think Morrison should be more <laughs> straightforward. Uh, given his typical yeah. writing style, um. So I thought it was easier to read than the last two issues. Did I enjoy it more? <laughs> Maybe a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I I really need a proper Green Lantern book alongside this. Like this this can't be the only Green Lantern book. Yeah, I mean you've got well, I mean the earliest we're gonna get one's probably summer at this point, realistically. I mean unless they surprise us with one for April, but yeah, they could, yeah. but. I'm just not expecting it. Because I feel uh, like we've heard some uh, rumblings by now. Isn't WonderCon in March? They could announce something then for summer. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. I feel like we'd have heard some rumblings if we were going to get one before the summer. Yeah. Um. I'm just not loving it. I'm just. Th- th- this is the Grant Morrison I don't like that much. No. Here's the thing, though. I'm loving this book, but I completely understand why people aren't, and I. I definitely want a second, more traditional Green Lantern core book alongside it because I've got room for both of them. Um, why shouldn't everyone else? You know, why, why yeah. should we have to choose between this or a typical Green Lantern book? I, I mean, if I had to choose, it would very much depend on the team of of what the the other Green Lantern book was going to be. 
um, if I had to pick one for sure. Um, I, I wouldn't just choose the the abstract concept of a traditional Green Lantern book over this necessarily because I am enjoying this. Well, here's, here's the beauty of it. Like, this is the thing. They're not giving us a choice. They've taken the no, choice away yeah. from us. No, exactly. And that is irritating. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. We should and, have. And that. I feel that, that that's what drives my thing of, well, I'm just not going to read it then because if they don't want to give me a planner book to read, that, you know, then fine. So I'm not just, just, read one. just to sum up, Matt, Matt's dropping Green Lantern. Connor's kind of toying with dropping Batman. Week one is going to be such a weird week for books. I'll be honest, I'm probably not going to drop Batman. Yes, yeah. I'm just. I'm, I'm. I was just angry. That he's full I of shit. Is what he's saying. It. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. I'm probably not going to. He's in, yeah. but he's full of shit. That's that's fine. Yeah. Hey, I said. I, even then, I said I toyed with it for a few seconds. I didn't say, "Oh, I'm actually seriously considering it." All right. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm just like. I just I I don't feel like I'm reading like a proper comic book. I feel like I'm reading Grant Morrison's weird like thing. Drug you trip. are, and I love that. Um, oh, that, like that when, I'm so into it. Once we got to the shepherd buying the planet, I was just like, "These are the scorpions from the Kevin Smith podcast. If they show up, the 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 scorpion assassins, yeah. like this is just <laughs> him, and that's fine. And like, I love listening to Morrison talk about comics." I don't know if I like reading Morrison comics. You know, if that makes any sense. Like, I'm super stoked to read Super Gods that I got for Christmas. Oh, that's a um, great book, yeah. Yeah, but, like, this edges to the stuff of his I don't like. His Batman run's one of my favorite of all time, but it's very straightforward until the end. when it It's it's as straightforward, straightforward as Morrison gets. Yeah. Up until the return of Bruce Wayne, and then you're just like, I'm out. Yeah, but that's a, that's a mini. You can ignore that and just keep reading Batman and Robin. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 I mean, what are we reading them, Matt? What are you giving Green Lantern? Uh, this, this is a, a six. The art alone, it looks great. Like, I'm not going to take away, but the story just wasn't feeling. Connor? Oh, this is a nine. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm probably going to go with Matt and give it a six. I, I don't hate it. I don't, like dislike it it's just it's weird and i wish it wasn't what it was <laughs> i just i i know at this point i've been reading comics long enough to know what's for me and what's not for me and yeah. this is not for me uh, out of interest uh Pete, obviously you're much more open on this than i'm at this point mm. um if there was another green lantern book alongside this would you be less annoyed at this book and would you be like would you be like yeah sure i'll just keep reading it anyway or would you be more likely to drop it because you're getting your fix of green lantern elsewhere I'd be less annoyed, but also more likely to drop it. Fair enough. Because I've got a Green Lantern book. I don't really need to read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I get it. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that's what he did with, with Hal and Pals and Green Lanterns. Like, he's like, yeah. Hal and Pals doesn't do anything for me, but I like Green Lanterns. So. Yeah, no, and I, I agree. I like having the choice mm. of, yeah, because both of those books yeah. were very different styles of book. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you know, I ended up it's enjoying both for both. varying degrees, uh, but why not have both? Yeah. Yeah, 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 like I said earlier, we all know who we need on a Green Lantern book. Oh, and I clicked on the right thing. There you go. Uh, there we go. Beautiful. Uh, all right, let's, let's move on to Green Arrow 48, which is uh, by Colin Kelly and Jackson Lansing writing, and then Javier Fernandez on the art. So this was kind of a weird one to go into because I was like, okay, we're taking away the, the team that we had. This is essentially a three-part story that's wrapping up the run of, of this like volume of Green Arrow before we relaunch it at some other point. 
So because it's so because these this pair of writers has done like a fill in or two before and they weren't that great yeah. but they did the very good Nightwing mm-hmm. fill in. So they, yeah, so we we have very mixed yeah. opinions on them. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm happy to say that I, I think this was way better than their previous fill in on Green Arrow. Oh. oh, I really like. Yep. This. Yeah, this is the most I've really liked it since since Percy left. I, yeah, so, I like this more than any of the Benson stuff. Yeah, I mean the, the Bennett stuff was the Bennett stuff I like, but it was quick. That was the stuff with Parasite. The Bennett like, stuff. Was, <laughs> Yeah, well, not Mark Bennett. Benson. Um, <laughs> was that Benson? No, that was. I went for Marguerite Bennett, and it's not. It was it's Scott. Not yeah. Yeah, no, it was Scott. Yeah. Mary Chris Scott. Scott. She, she, yeah. she, she, she did like two, two issue thing as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I meant. Yeah. I, my brain went all yeah. over. I, I like so that two issue thing. That, that was better than but, the, the Lansing. And... Yeah, the, the Benson stuff was fine. Um, that last one, I don't think I read that they did. That was the kids. Right, the huh, kid army. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was the one these two. That did, was yeah. bad. Yeah. Um, whereas yeah, this feels I, like it's I, got a purpose. It feels like no, this is building up to what the final issue is. Mm-hmm. Is it's very incontinuity because I mean, obviously the big cliffhanger here yeah. is that Count Vertigo, who's like a souped-up version. He's like master these powers and he's actually warping reality. You know, like almost yeah. Inception style. Uh, exactly. On, t- on top of like his regular powers, and but it looks great. He, he, the end of the book is that when Green Arrow and Black Canary get to him, he's just like. I want Roy Harper. He's the one who locked me up. And that's like, oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> who wants to give him the bad news? So, so, yeah. Sorry, Verity, my boy, but uh, Roy's maybe a bit indisposed at the yeah. moment. Um, yeah. But all the all the stuff with uh, Green Arrow talking to Black Canary over the comms and she's writing a song and, and he's like just like, you know bantering with her. And His then, Batman impression killed me. That yes. was funny, yeah. Was it, uh, and Mr. Gold scared of me. You know, that, that, that moment yeah. really made me laugh. Yeah. Yeah, the, the that new working class hero that that's given Ollie trouble. Yeah, um, yeah. The the protesting one, who I feel it's a nice bridge. Like if you wanted to take over a citizen, this is the character you do. This was a character you know, who was inspired kinda... by Citizen, so it ties into yeah, yeah. What, what it was yeah, doing so last that, time. that that would be super cool. No, I really enjoyed this. Issue. It's always like, frustrating. This, I love. Is that this is like you know three issues? This is just meant to be the, the end of this 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 green green you, arrow. For you a almost while. want it to just be mediocre, right? Yeah, yeah. Because you're like, well, at least it finished and it was like, okay, I guess it's done. Whereas it's like, no, no, no carry on with this. Uh, yeah, because I I kind of left this quite late in my pile. Not that my pile was big, but um, you know, like I left it because I thought, oh, it's just one of these sort of fill-in issues. It's probably just going to be okay and nothing better. And it was like, no, it was actually kind of good. Like I actually was kind of into it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um. I like that Vertigo, which is this is the, the Lemire version. So it's the one good thing from New Fifty Two, that's that's being left. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And the, but the, the, basically, and there wasn't much more than one thing good thing from the New Fifty Two. It was a limited list. Yes. Amethyst so, like, is on that list. <laughs> so like the thing with this Vertigo was, yeah, he had the implant to do all this, but through being in in prison, he started meditating and really learning how to work. They the implant yeah. so it's not just like he makes you dizzy he completely alters your reality like pete was saying and i thought that was a nice Cause, yeah because you know there's a point towards the end when green arrow and black canary are going going after them they're actually just like walking up buildings because the buildings are you know <laughs> twisted and turned and, and yeah. all sorts. looks great the, the art's really good throughout i also i, I like the idea yeah. that uh green arrow doesn't want to call in the justice league he doesn't trust them right now yeah. because of sanctuary because of like, what's happened to roy but no, we can deal with this. Yeah, so no, I like these yeah. these things. Uh, yeah, one of my favorite points was you know when they when they jump out of the plane, and the, you know that that full page of them diving down, and mm. then you know the the graphic hook not really doing anything because all of a sudden the building moves. 
Yeah. And then yeah. uh, Black Canary, you know, using her, her powers just to slow herself down and then catching Ollie. Yeah. That's and great. And then yeah. him cracking a Fernandez's joke. Fernandez's about... art. Yeah. And then yeah. him having a, having him yeah. cracking a joke about Black Canary having strong hands and then her being like, just, she's, oh, she, 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 she's constantly annoyed at him throughout the entire issue and I sort of put it. She's way. annoyed with a smirk on her yeah, face. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fun yeah. annoyed. It is. Yeah. He's being cheeky and he's getting away with it. Yeah, um, no, but the, you know, as I'm saying, the the art of the of it was great throughout, but the the flow of these it, here was great. This this just kind of actually stands to my reason why I'm hoping when this relaunches that it's Black Canary and Grenado, or based, you know, whatever way around yeah. you want to say it. Like it's a dual book, not just Grenado. Yeah, but just make it official that it's a two for and it's both of them equally. Uh, yeah, because this 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 issue, this issue was them equally. It wasn't you know focusing on Green Arrow mm-hmm. with hard guesting or whatever, which I think is right. mostly accurate for this run. It's probably weighted slightly more towards Ollie, maybe like yeah. sixty-five, you know, thirty-five. But overall, the the feeling of the run has been them, uh, has been the pair of them. It's definitely always been weighed more towards Ollie the entire time, though. Like it's always been his yeah, book it, with it, her being the main second character. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's been weighed towards him, but it, it, if you, if you, if when I just think about the book as a whole, she's always there. She's always you know, there, she, but she's yeah. not, she's not like equal with them. Whereas this issue, yeah. she is literally, it feels like they're equally. Yeah, outside of the fact that he says she doesn't have any narration, but other than that, everything feels like she's equally in terms of yeah, you know, panel time, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, also, I haven't read Teen Titans in so long. I forgot that's where Emmy went, <laughs> and it made me sad because I miss Emmy. I miss Emmy too. Oh. Yeah, I miss Emmy. Um, that was a solid issue. It was a solid, uh, yeah. fun issue. Um, we'll enjoy the last couple of issues. Week one is going to be so quiet. I hope they announce some more books for week one because yeah, because otherwise I've dropping. got like three books. Yeah, y'all had four this week. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I had seven, but you know, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, but will you have seven in you know remotely close to seven in a couple of months' time? That's a good question. It's a very good question. Uh, Matt, what are you giving Green Arrow for eight? Uh, this is an eight. Hmm. Connor. Yeah, I happen to agree with the eight. I will also agree with the eight. I was I was pleasantly surprised Jeez. by this issue. So it's kind of funny how all in, in here we've been all over the place, right? In, in terms of our mm-hmm. ratings, mm. and then oh no, this one we all agree. <laughs> no, that's weird. Yeah. I mean, we weren't that far apart in Justice League. It's not like seventy-eight point five is a huge. No, okay, no, but a lot of the other books, like you know, you know the, the differences on Batman, the, it's the, funny, the, though. the well, differences on Green Lantern. I did the live stream last week, which I do every week now on YouTube. If anyone wants to come and join on on Mondays, Mondays is the sort of normalish time. Then there's a late Tuesday stream. Uh, one of the questions someone asked me was why Coro's ratings system is so skewed. How is it skewed? <laughs> they were trying to I'm ask glad me. It's not me. Yeah. Well, why is it? Why is it skew everything so low? And I'm like, well, he's just a he's a miserable ginger. And that's I think just... you all skew too high, frankly. <laughs> I I think my rating system. Look at him get upset. He got so incensed he had to sit up straight. <laughs> it's like the principal. I'll tell you. <laughs> I just think I am sick of living in a culture where anything below an eight is not worth reading. Yeah, which is why I think my seven out of ten for Justice League was a perfectly fair, good score. I, it's, I agree. Seven is good, and I, 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 uh, I am willing to say that the seven lined up are uh, with what you with what you described. Yes. The seven is what I would have placed for your score. Oh, on my rating system, Matt Matt overscores. Yeah, but that's my thing. I think the point the person was that making though is that sometimes what Connor describes does not necessarily match the the score that comes in oh, at the I, end. 
I feel like and, it does. And I've been, and you've accused me of doing the opposite. Yeah, where, you, you like, shoot higher. Yeah, it was rough, but it was a seven. <laughs> yeah, Matt, I, Matt I don't descri- think I've ever gone, this is really good, but it's a five. Matt describes a four out of ten and then gives it a seven. <laughs> He's done yeah. that before. Anyway, um, so that was Green Arrow. Uh, that'll take us on to Adventures of the Super Sons, issue six. Peter J. Tomasi writing Scott Godlewski on art. So the artist has changed. It was Carlos Barberi for the first five. Uh, Godlewski looks good. It looks pretty good. It's not too yeah. different. It definitely keeps fitting no. within the style of, that we've had. Yeah. Uh, but I, I did, I did, I did notice it though. I did feel a bit different. Yeah. Just a little bit. But... So oh, uh, that Rex Laser. That boy's a character. I know. Uh, John and and uh, and Damien are tr- they're still trapped on the planet, still stranded, and they essentially they're, they're hunting for food, and they end up befriending a little creature. There's a little chase, uh, and they end up like just falling asleep at the campfire with this creature, and they're, they've all feasted on the fruit. Hucka, yeah, yeah, that's what he kept saying. Um, but when they wake up, Rex Luthor's there, and he's got the little creature by the neck, and he's threatening to kill it if they don't do what he says, and they put on the collars to dampen the powers and all the rest mm-hmm. of it. And then, what was the guy that shows up? The the, the tomorrow's traveler. Um, it's tomorrow. His last name is tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I gotta I gotta relook. Because he's oh, on the cover, and I was like, oh man. Oh, that was rough. That one. Yeah, it's just it slowly builds in. You can kind of hear it coming. Yeah. And you just have to. You can't stop him quick enough because yeah. he's just off on one. Yeah. But yeah, I'm looking for his name. But uh, he's on the cover and he looks super cool because it's like all of the, he's got a, uh, it looks like a red robin belt. He's got Superman's cape slung over his shoulder. Yeah, he's, uh, he's got. Uh, Tom, I thought it was Tommy. It was Tommy Tomorrow. Tommy Tomorrow. And he's go. one, and he's one pissed off planeteer. He's got, he's, off. he's got like a Hawkman kind of strap on as well. He's, he's got like yeah. a, a few Justice League things. Um, yeah. But he basically it was his machine that was doing all the the fancy like future stuff from the last issue. Yep. And he's pissed that it's been destroyed, and like, eh, well, we kind of destroyed it, but it was kind of by accident. So he actually comes in and kind of saves the day, uh, and the creature belongs to him, and he ends up taking them off uh, planet and his ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, is kind of where we go at the end of this issue. And then remind me, what was the... Galtus? Yeah, what was what was the final uh, cliffhanger, Matt? Remind me what the final. So so they're was. going to Takran Galtus, which is this big old prison planet, and so he's taking that's them to right, prison. That's right, that's right. Um, you you finished reading this, right? <laughs> I did, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. But um but you know, Tucker and Galtos uh in, in Legion continuity, Tucker and Galtos four is where Shadow Lass is from, and it's this shadowy planet. So that's what I'm kind of expecting here. Now, I know why Connor asked that because he's he's cracking a joke because of something that happened yeah. in the TV multiverse. Um you would be okay. surprised though the number of issues that I read every week where I forget how it ended until I skim over it again before we record. Yeah. No, I know. I just I do the same every so often yeah. where I go, Oh yeah, that happened. Because you know, sometimes especially on a big week where you have like eight, ten yeah. books, you're like, Oh yeah, that that one Which, that first now, every one week's a big week for us because we do two podcasts and I've got all the Marvel books as well. We do. Yeah. So so even when DC's got a light week, Marvel fills it in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's actually part of the reason why I didn't read a book this week because I went, do you know what? I don't want to read that. Until I can use that time to get started on something else. Mm, yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So, hey ho, hey ho. Um. I feel like Super Sons. Every time we talk about it, there's almost like, oh, here's recap the plot for like a minute, and then it's like, well, it's still fun. It's still the dialogue that Tomasi yeah. writes between the characters. There's the whole. Obviously, not, there's not a whole lot to actually really dig into no, what you're just, saying is it's super sons it's super yeah. sons yes it's uh it 
the standout moment for me in this one was Rex Luthor recounting his plan and that he was going to team up with the the Justice or the, the the Legion of Doom and take out the Justice League, and then he's going to take out Lex because yeah. he's so much smarter. He's, he's, and just the, you, you see the it, image of all that. You see it play out in the panels, and he actually like shoots a hole through Lex's chest, and uh-huh. he's like he's like he's like you can see him through the hole. It's like classic maniacal villain shit. Um, yeah, and it was it was fun. Um, no, I mean the book continues to be enjoyable. Uh, it, it, yeah. it, it's a very like inconsequential book. It doesn't feel like it's really important in the grand scheme of things by any means. But you know, it's funny read. If you like these characters, yeah. you, you, you enjoy it, and that's that's pretty much yeah. it. So, um, I guess that wraps up Super Sense again once 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 more. Yeah, uh, Matt, what are you giving it? It's a seven point five. It's not quite as good as where it's been, and it definitely yeah. felt like. A bridge issue like this yeah. is the second we're going to the second part of what the mini or maxi series is now so yeah yeah i'll go with a seven as well um i enjoyed it but yeah it's just not pulling my doors off or anything mm-hmm. uh, uh which is uh, the final book of the week which is martian manhunter issue two this is the maxi series by steve orlando mm-hmm. with riley riley rosmo on the art uh car did you drop this did you not read this i too? did because i just i you know i, I really didn't like the last issue um mm-hmm. and this this was a quite a week, so I probably would have read it. But now that we started the other podcast, I was like, <laughs> do you know what? I could be reading Tom Taylor's Spider-Man book oh, instead that, of this. Right. I only said because that's genuinely what I did in the time that I would have read this. That's the one Marvel book I've read so far. It's actually the only Marvel book I've read so far as well. Yeah. Um. Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter. Um, so basically, they, they crash the car at the end of the last issue in the present day stuff. Mm-hmm. And so so Diane, the, the cop partner, wakes up. And because oh. there's fire, Jean is like melting and in like, pain oh. and screaming. And you know, clearly she's like, oh my God, what are you? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, this, is, this is where I was happy to have Rossmo on art because this is some like grotesque imagery. Yeah, some, some horror stuff. Um, and then she she does eventually help him get out of the car so that he doesn't die. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh, I knew you would help me eventually." And he she's kind of like asking, "Okay, who are you?" You know, he's like, "Oh, my yeah. planet. This is my weakness." Blah blah blah. And you know, John Jones was a real person before mm-hmm. he like started impersonating him. And mm-hmm. she talks about how much she cared about John Jones and how this this bugs her that you know, obviously he's like taking over. Um, yeah. Most of the issue though is the, the stuff on Mars. It's the flashbacks. It's it's it's, it's Jean yeah. with his wife. We, we see like a flashback of when they first were kind of dating, uh, yeah. college age kind of thing. And, he, and he's always been infatuated with Earth, which has this weird Martian name. I'm gonna attempt it. Go for yeah, it. Pull it up. You can go for it. Yeah. So, uh, Thu Ulcandra. Wow, that's a. Uh, which which their name for Mars is Ma Alacandra, so um, thought that was cool. I like what they did with the the Martian culture here. We're starting to get in a little bit deeper, and all the stuff I didn't like of the last issue, mm-hmm. I I feel like Orlando is building it slowly. It, yeah, it's definitely better because it hints in some mm-hmm. more interesting. Th- it doesn't do that weird sex page for a start, which was yeah, that was nice. Um, but it sets up a couple of different ideas. One, that there's something called the curse, which is a telepathic disease that's mm-hmm. spreading, which you know presumably is the downfall of uh, of, of the culture. Oh, um, but because because he breaks up like a like a basically a whorehouse, um, yeah. and it's like telepathic like pleasure. And he's like, no, you, this, this is unsolicited, this unprotected pleasure is illegal because it can spread yeah. the curse. Um, and right. the, the bad guy's like, hey, it's like it's happening. It's contagious anyway. It's going to spread like yeah. in a year's time. 
he's like though they come here because they have the curse yeah that's the reason that they're going to this pleasure den um and and yeah which which makes john which also i i I like that at the end we get the correct pronunciation of his martian name which is the soft j yeah Um, which is spelled out as a z h Z Z Z. Yeah, yeah. That's not even your space saying it. Z is its own thing. Z, yeah. But yeah, Z Z H. So it's Jean Jones. Yeah. Which I thought was fun, but well, he's worried about his family now. Yeah. Like we see, like yeah, he might be a corrupt cop, a corrupt cop. But if there is this this disease going around, that kind of the Martian government's like, no, it's not real. It's not as bad as you think it is. Yeah, you know, it really informs them as a character later. Yeah, it's so it's almost like if like it's kind of like Krypton in the sense that they're, they're being ignorant towards it, but instead of being natural, yep. kind of like you know climate change, it's yeah, it's a disease that they're ignoring. So it's it's, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's different, but it's, it's got some some parallels that you can yeah. really draw. And and again, we're getting to to know the Martian culture and about how when they pick a form, yeah, which is so, their social form. Yeah, because 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 his his kids doing that soon where yep. they pick a form and. Uh, Jean's so humanoid because he actually based his form on like a essentially a caveman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. which I like. Which is, you know, when when he got is, to pick his this, form, is this just Rosmo's excuse for the huge forehead? <laughs> yes. Basically, well, that well, that, that comes out in in the the text is he he selected because they end up going to this this uh, museum and you find out like there were when when, um, when Jean went through his chrysalis stage to take a social form. Um, interest in Earth was super high, so it was like a fad. So he chose his form based on the information they were getting about Earth. So the big, thick brow and the forehead—that's yeah. how they interpreted. I just the cave. It cave was in. amusing to me because because Rosmo's in particular, yeah, really has that jutting brow yeah. on on a lot of his characters anyway. To be fair, mm-hmm. but yeah, and then you you, you also find out that really only the Green Martians pick a social form. In that the gold Martians and the white Martians are almost a different culture, that they they do things differently. Uh, yeah, because they also and, talk about the history of uh, the yep. green Martians, where yep. they like the idea of humanoid so much that that's what they all they all yep. largely switched to like just having two legs. Because it, it kind of describes that before that they would they would walk around with four legs or six legs because yeah, because there's yeah it just it seemed more practical, but. Once they got the idea of humanoid figures and they they became kind of into it and they're like no yeah because they two legs life on Mars started as a as a colony of like group think and of, of shapes yes yeah when when they find out almost like a bacteria colony and then when they found out about Earth and humans and and life there they started mimicking that so I kind of like that that's an echo of you know Martian life was an echo of Earth life and now he's coming over here. Um, and fires affecting him, you know, basically more on a psychological level. Because if this is the disease that wiped out fire, is what helps spread it, then that's why he reacts the way that he does. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so we get all we get all of that, and um, it jumps back to Earth, and the partner's having none of this. Yeah. Cause he's like, you're using my friend's body. Like, yeah. And Jean's like, he keeps having this inner, like sort of turmoil monologue yeah. where he's like, Oh, you have to like, you know, run or, or, or wipe her or whatever, because she can't know this. This is too dangerous. And, yeah. So, so he, he goes to, he, he apologizes. Like, I'm sorry, but you can't remember this. So he, he goes to yeah. wipe her memory of it. 
and she pulls out a gun and shoots him. That's the end of the issue. Yep. That's a cliffhanger. Um, I will which, say... Which is interesting I, that his conscience takes form of his daughter mm. and then a gold Martian, which I think is, is particular. So Yeah, I, I feel like... Like, I like this issue more than the first one. I think the, mm-hmm. the Martian stuff was definitely better than what it's doing. Um, I will say, I'm still not really feeling the art when they're on Mars. Like, Riley Rosmo, yeah. I liked when he did Batman Shadow. Um, it felt like it, it, it fit the pulpiness oh. of that. This is he had just, more constraints. Yeah. You know? Whereas this yeah. is just so, like, like unfiltered. He's just going to do these yeah. giant forehead and silly hair and all these yeah. weird shapes when they're on Mars. It's just not to my taste. Some people are digging it. Some people love how this book yeah. looks. For me, it's just not—it's not quite working for me visually. Yeah. This, well, this was a make-or-break issue. If this was more of what yeah. the first one was, I wasn't going to keep going. But the fact that the story came a little bit more clear. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I am going to keep going on it. But yeah, yeah I get I'm, what you're saying about the art. I, I'm willing um, to read more of this now. I, I think issue yeah. two is better, and especially since it's on a quieter week. Yeah, and... I was going to say how much of it down to the there's not yeah. that much else. Well, and it and it's setting up the promise of Orlando when he pitched it was you know when it showed up and solicits is he was a corrupt cop but something on Mars happens that turns him into the Martian Manhunter we know now mm. so uh, but yeah it's it's interesting I, I do like all the Martian culture stuff I like learning about which was you know it's kind of, a pleasant, I was just gonna say it's a pleasant surprise because that's the stuff we hated the most in the first issue was everything yeah. on Mars I hated that section on that first it just, issue this felt more concise because that, that felt like interpersonal stuff where this was like Mar- the Martians as a whole like yeah. it's kind of like psychology versus sociology I, I, I felt like I both learned stuff about the culture but I also yeah. got this idea that he's terrified that, that you know yeah. what the villain said was true that this curse is spreading yeah. and that everyone's going to get it within um, a year because they said a, a, a mega cycle yeah. Or whatever. So for however long that is, it made it sound like I assume that's, a that's year. their term for year, because they they talk about um, they were half a cycle away from his daughter going through the the social change. So yeah. yeah. So oh, what was yeah. what are you giving it? What are you giving it out of ten? Seven point five. You know, I really enjoyed the story, but yeah, the art it's a little bit too fantastical. He Rosmo needs to be chained a little bit more. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think he needs to be reined in. I don't like him going full Rosmo. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll go with this, just slightly. I'll go with seven, but I did like this more than the first issue. Um, yeah, me too. So I'm I'm intrigued. Uh, I'll try issue three. I'll try issue three. Uh, so yeah, that's all the books books for the week, which takes us onto the section of the show where we pick our favorite stuff of the week, panel slash moment, mm-hmm. uh, favorite cover, favorite art, and of course top five of the week, or in Connor's case, ranking the four books that he read. Uh, I will not be including Batman on that ranking. It's not worthy. I'll do a top three. Oh, oh Connor. He's, he's been such a dick. Anyway, um, so top panel slash moment. That is the first one we do. Matt, what are you picking? Is there any other answer I can give? <laughs> well, there's like 10 things in Young Justice. I assume you go with the last page, but there's like probably like 10 yep. things you could pick. I can't. Like, that, that was full of it. I I, I set out the... I, I love the image of, of Cassie making the X. I love... Bart's yeah. uh, entrance, but we all know Connor I, I, Kent is real and Connor Kent is back. I think, therefore, yeah, I think mine. Just to go to me next, I, I will probably pick Cass. I, I think Cassie crossing her arms. There's something in comics that I love where you get the intent of what's about to happen in the next page and you anticipate it because the character like sets up for it, and that's what that moment is. And then you turn the page and it's her flying through the air. That yeah. moment might be my favorite moment of the, the issue. Uh, so no, Connor. 
Uh, mine's from Green Lantern. It's it's the the page of of the shepherd yeah. surrounded by the planets and and Hal just tiny at the bottom. Mm-hmm. I love that page. Uh, best cover of the week, <laughs> Matt. It's it's the Young Justice. It's the Phil Jimenez variant. Uh, the meme the meme one yep. yes yeah um my cover of the week is also a young justice cover but it is the doc shane or cassie uh and the headphones one i really like that one i was i was gonna pick this up twice but they didn't have that oh. variant at my shop uh um, someone else got it most of the so... covers for that were quite good as well so i'm not going to mention yeah. them all i will say the martian manhunter variant was pretty nifty okay um didn't see that one yeah um Obviously, uh, I'm just gonna go and look at that one now. I'm not seeing it. It's his face is kind of like melting. It's, it's kind of oh, okay. Yeah, I'm seeing it. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. Who was uh, that? I don't know who it is off the top of my head who did it, but it is. Oh, it's a Middleton one. Oh, Middleton. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Middleton did a good cover. Middleton's Middleton's is, is he's got such a variety in his style, though. Yeah, yeah, because I didn't, I didn't look at that and go, that's a Middleton because it's different from his Batgirl yeah. ones. Yeah, and it's so different to if you remember his. Uh, he, he did one of the action comics, one thousand variants, I believe, and it was again nothing like his Batgirl or Aquaman ones that he's done. No. Yeah. Um, oh, pardon me. I'm I'm yawning here at the end here. We've been going too long. Um, uh, Connor, you you left. Um, I'm going to do an honorable mention first uh, of the Justice League variant. Mm-hmm. Mm, that uh, was pretty good. It was the, the the Trinity in the background with the with the, the big faces, and then you know the rest of them oh. flying out. I thought it was just a great image. But I'm actually going to go all in on and complete the trifecta and go with a, another Young Justice variant uh, with the Amethyst one. Because I nearly bought the, the damn issue just for that cover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Fair all enough. Right. Uh, best art of the week. Matt. This is tough because there was some pretty good art. Um, but I think I just have to keep the theme going and it's Gleason for Young Justice. It's Gleason. Joe, jo, I will say about the Gleason art and Young Justice is that. There is a, a certain amount of pages that have a different feel to them than the others, mm-hmm. and it's, the whole thing is gleason. It's all the same colors as well. Yeah. But there's a couple of pages where there's a lot of dark colors, a lot of blacks, mm-hmm. where it has this kind of texture to it, um, yeah. and it mostly worked. There wasn't one or two that felt random, but there was the, the one yeah. where you know Arthemist, Ar- 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 Amethyst, Amethyst. Thank you. Uh, mm-hmm. When she first pops up. Um, uh, like in you know uh, Tim's like in the dark shadows like it has this texture mm-hmm. to it and it looks really good but no I'm picking Young Justice as well yeah. uh, that was my art of the week Connor I'm actually kind of torn because I really like the art on all four of my books <laughs> yeah yeah you know, like Sharp on uh, on Greenland was excellent uh, you know uh, you know I, I really like the stuff in Justice League Fernandez and Green Arrow was really good. I, I think I'm going to give it to Girard's on Batman, just because I really enjoyed the colouring effects. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just keep it going for a second while I'm over there. Um, now, um, yeah, so that's fair enough. Uh, best are so, all right, top five books. So, yeah. Connor, you can go first for this one. Yeah, top three is uh, Green Lantern, Justice League, Green Arrow. And then Batman number four. Because uh, you I, didn't read, four. I didn't read anything else. No, Batman's number four. Uh, it's not. Matt, what's your top five? Hold on, I gotta respond to Connor. If it wasn't number four, then you can't have Gerard's as the best art. If it, Here's the thing. Yeah. I am willing to give two spaces to uh, 
the me rereading the Green Lantern and rereading Justice League before I'm giving Batman a space on my top. Oh anything. my god! <laughs> I thought I was stubborn. No, because Oof. it defeats the point. Uh, uh, me me doing a top list is not just ranking an order. It should be no. Oh, these are the ones I recommend the most, and I don't recommend that book. It's disingenuous for me to put that on that list. Needs to do top tens, Connor. Let me got him to go to the top five. I get. Yeah. I understand that with the top ten argument, but out of no, five, even, even four. Five, I, I feel like it defeats oh. the point of a list. Peter should understand this. He's the bloody list dictator lord. <laughs> it, well, to me, to me, it, it, it works in the sense that okay, if you have a top five one week where like four and five are not that good, it's like well, that's a, that was a, a weaker week because you know, a weaker week. Fact, not that good. I can let slide, but when I outright hated the issue all right Matt. i can't i can't put on okay that. here's Matt, here's my no, number one is young justice number two is justice league number three is green arrow number four is martian manhunter and five is super sons pardon me i'm yawning a lot today um oh. yeah my number one is young justice my number two is green arrow my number three is Batman, my number four is Justice League, and my number five is Martian Manhunter. Joe, yeah. I think that might be the first time that I can actively remember your final list not lining up with your rankings throughout the show. Me? Yeah, because I'm pretty sure you gave Batman a 6.5, but you gave Justice League a 7. Yeah. Did it? I'll be honest, I thought I'd given Batman a 7.5, so I was ranking them based on the numbers that I thought I'd given them. <laughs> Maybe I'm misremembering. I thought, I thought you gave it a 6.5. No, I think you're right. I think I did. I think I did. Yeah, because I gave it a 5.5, and he yeah, went... Yeah, that's right. Whatever, right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, you can swap those then if you want. I mean, if that, if that case, Batman goes to the bottom, because Batman was rated lower than... Lower than uh, well, in fact, Batman wasn't even rated higher than Super Sons. Super Sons would be number 5 at that point. So, so Batman's not on the list. So everything gets knocked up, and Batman okay. gets bumped off. That's fair. That's fair. I was misremembering what I rated it, to be honest. No, no, I just thought maybe maybe you changed your mind. Through, nah, throughout nah. The, so, uh, so you know, Young Justice, Green Arrow, Justice League, Martian Manhunter, Super Sons. With then Batman, and then that's, but I like Batman better than Green Lantern by, by a margin. Which is blasphemy wow. to some. I know some people at home are being like, what a Green, Green Grant Morrison is, is a master. For context. I gave the Green Lantern a nine, and I gave Batman a three. <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, I like that one more by some margin." No, I do. I, 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 I like that issue of Batman more than I like that issue of the Green Lantern. And I know some people are going, "Oh, well, Peter has invalid opinions forever because Grant Morrison's a master of the, the, the craft, and Tom King's a hack." I, I don't want people to feel that way, but you know what? I don't care. <laughs> Tom King, here's the thing. Tom King speaks to me more for some reason. I don't know why. It just does. To, to quote the dude, that's just like your opinion, man. That's fine. Like, everybody likes different stuff. Mm, I don't like Morrison on Green Lantern. So, this is true. You know. Fine, yeah. Uh, so, I'll tell you what's coming next week. Um, yeah. What do we have coming next week? Uh, we have a nice meaty week next week. We have Detective Comics 996. We have Superman issue 7. We have Wonder Woman 62. The Flash 62. Justice League Dark number 7. Supergirl 26. The Batman Who Laughs number 2. Catwoman number 7. Titans 33. Hawkman issue 8. And Sideways issue 12. Also, out, more too many books. Also, out um, next week. I'm not seeing Sideways. It got pushed then. 
Um, I got pushed. Okay, good. That I can breathe easy. Right. Outside that's of one the, less. Outside of that, though, what we're not covering that's coming next week is Electric Warriors number three, Red Hood, the Red Hood Outlaw number thirty. Although you can expect that from Connor in a couple of months, and Suicide Squad number fifty, which presumably will be an oversized issue because oh. number fifty. Uh, yeah, it's four ninety nine. Yeah, there you go. So oh. there you go. That, that's what's coming next week. Nice and meaty. Um, oh. Oh, that's interesting. In terms of just the variants for next week, oh, yeah. Wonder Woman's variant is no longer that... Jenny Frizen. No, oh, it's okay. Matea Scalera. Um, oh well, have to change at some point. <laughs> true. No yeah. one's going to do Those it. Those Frizen covers have been going for a long time, to be fair. Yeah. Oh, that's Supergirl. Yeah, since yeah. since Rucka, right? Like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it was supposed to be Cho, and Rucka does not like Cho. Yeah. He had Cho thrown out, that's and then right. it caused controversy. That was the whole thing, yeah. That's yeah. right. Um, but hey, uh, so so that's what's coming next week. Obviously, let us know what you thought of the books this week. Uh, worth plugging a couple of things because obviously we mentioned a couple of times in this that we we have a, another podcast now. Uh, me and Connor do Marvel books and indie books every week. Uh, it comes later though. It comes we record it the night before the new books come out, so it's it's a good look week behind of when the books come. But um, so we record that on Tuesday nights because up early Wednesday. Um, and we'll be talking stuff. So, and as Connor said, there's a new Spider-Man book this coming week by none other than Tom Taylor. So <laughs> you can look forward to your thoughts on that. There's I, also. I wonder how long till people get sick of us using that. Yeah, next I, week. I, I I overdid it a little <laughs> bit this week because. Uh, because it's the shiny new toy. Yeah, but here's the thing though: most of it came in that that prediction section, which won't be here every week. Yeah. So you'll get one uh, or two of them a week tops. Tops. It'll probably be weeks where we don't use it. Yeah. Um, although I'm sure I'm sure we'll figure out other things you can soundbite for other <laughs> other things that come up. We're gonna need one for Connor Kent soon. Also, so, uh, also, I ain't gonna shut up. Also, cre- credit. I have to give credit here to to the voice on that sound clip. Um, is none other than Katie Twig. If you've not heard of Katie Twig, then you're missing out. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, you couldn't even get through that with a straight face. She was really insistent in, in, in having him tell me who, who, who what her name was. So I'm, I'm pointing out she gets credit. I'm not putting it at the end of every episode, but I'll, I'll be, she gets a shout Just out. Just the once. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's called Elsewhere in the Multiverse, that podcast. Um, we also have a new Captain Marvel book this week uh, by Kelly Thompson, which we're going to be talking about. Um, and there's a bunch of other stuff that's ongoing. Um, in terms of indie stuff, we have a new issue of uh, of Die, of Skyward, um, also Alien 3, the original screenplay, the adaptation of that in comic book form. Blackbird. Uh, Blackbird, a uh, bunch of stuff. So look forward to that. Television for the Multiverse as well, which is a TV version of DC Comics podcast where we talk about Young Justice right now, but also some archive episodes of Gotham and 90s Flash. But obviously that'll be switching to all the CW stuff once that all comes back. Yeah, in a couple I think weeks. regular Flash is back next week. Is that next week? All right, yeah. So next week's a weird week where it'll be have two new things and then some archive yes. content. Yeah. And then the following week after that's when stuff's back to normal. But uh, uh, check out that stuff. Get us on the Twitters at DC Comics Podcast. Um, which is important. Oh shit! I started a thing last week and I forgot to do it this week, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Where I, where I asked people on Twitter what their favorite book of the week was, and I totally didn't do it. You this time. did awful at the Twitter stuff this week. I really did. I, you know what? I apologize. This is what happens when a Resident Evil Two demo comes out. That, this is what happens. Do you know what the worst part yeah. is? 
That was yeah. literally a half hour. He could only play it for half an hour, and an hour and... if you include both platforms. Oh, they've, they've hacked it. PC, you can get around the time limit. I was tinkering with it today. Uh... <laughs> this explains a lot. <laughs> I don't understand how this works. That, this, this is my bad. This is my bad. I should have asked on Twitter uh, what people's favorite books were because I like that section and I want it to become a thing. So What what we'll do is when we do the, the show on Tuesday, mm-hmm. uh, give us your DC book as well. And we'll just we'll just throw it in there. We'll do both, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... Yes, that'll be a thing. I promise that'll be a thing because I do, I do like that section because it gets a little bit of audience interaction into the show. Um, so I'll, I'll... I didn't like it enough to remember it though. Look, I'm just getting used to doing it. All right, it's just a thing. Um, I just realised there. Anyway, that is us. So um, let us know what you think of the books in the comments. Like and subscribe, all that stuff. Uh, if you want to really support us, you can go to Patreon.com/slash/MailFuzzTV. You can support us over there. Uh, and I said the Twitter is at DC Comics Podcast, which is what reminded me that I didn't ask what everyone's favourite books were this week. Um, but yes, yeah, so we'll do that again next week. I, I promise. Uh, and we do it for elsewhere, uh, elsewhere as well. Uh, on on Tuesdays, I'll ask what your favourite non-DC book was on the Twitter. Uh, and you might get them read out uh, if you give a little reason. So that is that is it. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. This has been Comics from the Multiverse, episode 137. And we'll see you next week for 138. So thank you once again. Keep reading DC Comics. And always remember to never get lost in the Speed Force. Connor Kent's back. Oh, I'm so excited.